and welcome to Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Commentary for your sports needs I'm Andrew Schultz I'm here with Akash Singh Um Kaz is not with us today. We're going to get to that in one minute. Uh, we got Alex Media. We got Eddie Martinez on the ones and twos. Um, we got to start the episode on a somber note today, guys. It is a, there's no way to uh, set this up. There's no way to ever preface something like this. Um, so we're just going to go out and just say it right away. Uh, Kaz and his girlfriend lost their baby. Um, the, uh, yeah, it is absolutely tragic. You know, when life is lost, there's really nothing you can say. Um, there's nothing we can say at all. This is the the these are the moments that I feel we earn our flagrancy. And what I mean by that is, you know, we say all these wild things and we say these wild jokes and we go really push things to to the limit. And I believe we can say this because we know deep down that we're good people and that we don't have any malice or hatred for people in the world. And these are the moments where we show that we are good people, that we care, that we've got love for the people that are close to us, for our family, for our friends. So um, I spoke to Kaz today and uh, he said it was OK to share this news with you guys. And, um, you know, why don't you reach out to Kaz if it's on Instagram, if it's on Twitter, if you know him personally, just reach out to him and just show him some love, man. Let him know that you're thinking about him, you love him, that, um, you know, you just think he's a great guy and you miss him. Obviously, Kaz is going to be away from the podcast for a little bit for as long as he needs, and we got his back 100% no matter what. But, um, but yeah, just go show him some love, man. I'm sure he needs some love, and, you know, I'm sure his girl needs some love. Just give him some good best wishes that you possibly can uh, from the bottom of your heart, man. And and this is, like I said, this is where we earn it. This is where we showed it. You know, we are the good people. We are the we are strong people. We are caring people. And um, the, that's the reason why we can make these, you know, horribly fucked up jokes is because, you know, deep down when shit hits the fan, um, we're there for each other. So go and really show them what the asshole army is about and uh, show some real love, man. Show some you know, real love. He deserves it right now. And, um, and yeah, and then when he's ready, he'll be back. And, you know, I'm sure he'll, you know, give some perspective on this crazy experience. I bet there's people listening right now who have gone through, you know, horribly tragic things like this. I won't share, you know, too many details about the situation. One, because I don't know that much about the the, the science, I guess, about it. But, uh, but yeah, it's fucked up. It's sad. We debated whether putting this at the beginning of the episode or at the end of the episode. We weren't exactly sure. Um, but then we just said, fuck it. You know, we, we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to like divert from what we've always done, which is like meet things head on, on this podcast, whether it's with jokes, whether it's with something serious, we want to just go right for it. And, um, you know, we've got, a we've got, a, I think a, a great episode coming up today. We got a, a special guest that's going to call in later. Um, uh, Tim Dillon, hilarious comedian. And he's going to break down the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing to us. You know, he's like a big time. I don't want to call him a conspiracy theorist because that cuts the legs out from under him. But he's got great perspective on the uh, the real way the world works. Let's say that way. And uh, he's he's got a hilarious podcast y'all could check out. But uh, so he'll be joining us a little bit later. But, you know, besides that, um, you know, I've been gone. I missed you guys for a week. And, uh, you know, it's just... It's it's it is a weird transition. I'm not gonna lie. It's it a is a weird way to come back from a break 
none of us, I don't think, saw this coming. I think we're all excited about uh, a niece coming into the family, the Flager family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Andrew said, these are the moments where we show that this is where we uh, show that we're the good guys dressed in a flagrant outfit. So yeah. send Kaz your love. He specifically said, please send his girl prayers and good thoughts and love. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously one of my best friends is going through this already. Brian, who we've spoken about on this podcast, but like I see this. It's not, not an easy thing to go through, but yeah. we can hold him. We can love him. And then one thing I remember is every once in a while, just you don't have to say the right thing. Just say something. Just tweet him. Yeah. Hey, man, love you. That's, That's it. it. That's all you got to do. That's it. Um, that means a lot to somebody, you know, going through that. And you never know. He might need a need something to kind of lift him up or make him smile throughout the day. It's always nice knowing that you have people thinking about you. And I think that, you know, when tragedy happens, it can be so fucking isolating, man. It's, yeah. That's the thing about tragedy is, you know, you, you're going through something by yourself and you can't exactly go out and, like, relate to people about this like and how do you act normally like even i've i know like my brian even feels guilty when he feels normal yeah you know what i mean like it's your baby yeah how do i forget about something like that and you know it takes a long time to realize that's okay to feel but like it's yeah i don't know how it's tough to function yeah yeah so i mean japan sucks (laughs) 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 can i can i say one thing about that can I say one thing? About what? Amsterdam is great. <laughs> is that where you went? I was, yeah, for the shows that you recommended me for. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God, I'm really your guardian angel. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I do so much for Akash, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good? Dude, it was great. Did I loved you bring Amsterdam. Shorty or no? Yeah, yeah. She came out the next day. She had to work. Okay. So I went out one day, then she came out. It was dope. It was great. Did assholes come out? Some assholes? No, I didn't. You didn't even promote it. I didn't promote Why it. Why not? Man, I was trying to do these videos, and then I was like, I'll promote when I get there. And I will say this about Amsterdam. The internet is legit, like, 1G. This is the laziest fucking person on the planet. I had no idea you were at Amsterdam. Hold on one second. This guy couldn't post more than one video a week on Instagram. an hour to post one video. Wow. At a certain point, I'm not, I'm like... Wait, 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 where, wait, in Amsterdam? Yeah. No, Amsterdam, the internet's fine. It's your... Bruh. My internet was dog shit. Nah. Wi-Fi was trash out there. No, every God. you can every post day. an Instagram video. Stop it. Oh, not yeah. Took an, Instagram, an hour. So I get this fucking piece of shit. A gig in Amsterdam, fly paid for. They paid you, obviously. I paid for my flight, but yeah, they, I made, they you had to pay for your flight. Money. I made money though. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I made enough money to that it's fine. I came out fine. He didn't pay for your flight. He said he would pay for your flight in the email. No, no, no. I think because I want to go with a different email, so he just threw me a little more, or a different airline, so he threw me a little more money, and then I paid for the flight. But like, it was like, I, I came out fine. But he did pay for your flight. You just chose to go with a different yeah, airline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he paid for your flight. Yeah. <laughs> he paid for most of it. But because you decided to go with a different airline. Right. I'm never helping flight. this guy again, son. <laughs> this guy's the most least grateful motherfucker. How you make it seem like he ain't paid for your flight? I don't know. Hold on. I get you we this gig in Amsterdam. You hold don't on, even hold promote on, wait a minute. the fucking guys, gig. Guys, can we remember? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> guys. You don't promote the fucking gig. Right. That I get you in Amsterdam. Right. That you don't have to do anything for. Right. You get you you say on the podcast that he didn't pay for your flight. Right. After already not promoting the gig right. that he paid you to do. Right. 
you say that he didn't pay for your flight you when he that. did pay for your flight. You, you, you just wanted that. points, you cheap piece of shit. I wanted to get out of being in trouble. What does that so, mean? I wanted to get out of uh, getting blamed for not posting. You didn't even post the hotel pic, like when girls get the fly out. <laughs> like you don't know where they're at, but they just post the hotel pic. You didn't even post that. Like I had no idea. I did. I forgot that you were there. That's honestly fine with me. No. <laughs> shows were sold out. He had already told me Friday. The weekend shows were sold out. I didn't do Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. That last second fell through. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, shows were sold out. So I was like, all right, I could promote. It's taking fucking forever to upload these videos anyway. Let me go see Amsterdam. Had a good time. Got recognized at the grocery store. Yeah. Wow. This guy. I mean, just astonishing. Was there no party that's like, I, I should, I should, you know, promote these shows? I think I, it was one of those things where it's like, you're going to promote the U in Amsterdam, and it felt like corny to me or like phony to me to be like trying to act like I'm more successful than I was or whatever, and Schultz got me the shows. It's not like I'm some famous dude. Yeah, but nobody knew up. that yeah, until you fucked it up today. Well, what, you, you the could, one that said you, I'm your guardian angel. You kind of did. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. So I just let it sit. No, but at the same time, Son, you should have that. So come on. Pop, Son, like when I saw you had that video that got 200,000 views on Instagram, that was the shit. Ah, uh, yeah. I yeah. was hyped for that shit. Yeah. This guy, He's like, I'm But you posted it, so you must have been proud. I know, I know. That was, uh, my girl made me do that. She was like, you got to do something. I was like, all right, fuck it. I hate posting on social media. I hate it. I got to find someone else to help, son. I, <laughs> <laughs> comics, any comics, <laughs> they're going to do something with this help. I can't. Son, if you don't let people know you're popping, they ain't going to know you're popping. Have you listened to rap? <laughs> I do be listening to rap. What kind of rap. music you listen to? Nirvana's? I do be listening to rap. You listening to too much white music, bro. Rappers be popping before the album's out. On a debut album, a rapper will go, best rapper alive. On the debut! He wrote the song before the album was ever out. He wasn't even a rapper. Said right now, Blueface, who probably has the worst flow in the game, says he's he's the the best lyricist. (laughs) Like, come on, Akash. All right, all right, I'll get there. Come on, son. Your boy is right here. I'm saying. You took picks. Throw them up like... Throwback oh Thursday, God. something you gotta. Also, the something. fact that the shows are sold out, it don't, it don't matter. You didn't sell them out. They don't gotta know that. You selling out international, son. He sold them shits. You out. sold them out. You sold those shits out. We you know sold you them did. Out. What am I? What I'm gonna comment on the, the Instagram, son. They knew Big Dick Akash was coming That's to town, it. son. Come on, you nah, no, come on. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, you're Smoke right. and mirrors until it's real. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's fake until it's not. Come on, son. No, you're right. You're right. You're big dick. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm tight right now. That's beautiful. You international sold out. And that's a, not a small venue. Tumblr? It was a Tumblr? It was that Tumblr. It's weird shaped how it goes back in the it's back. It's odd. It's like a Y. The front is sick. Front is amazing. It's almost like if they cut it off at the bar, it'd be better. Perfect. Yeah, but it does go back kind of. It weird. goes back like a wishbone. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you had fun, and you liked the shows. 
Thursday show was work. The fucking work, dude. I thought you said Wednesday, Thursday didn't work out. Friday show. Friday show, sorry. Friday was work. Yeah. Saturday was fun. But Friday show was like, bruh, I was up there and I understood the Dutch audience might be a little different. A little different. Yeah. But the first five minutes, they are just staring. Yeah. Saturday, they were a little looser. They were more fun. Also, the host... Only did three minutes. He's supposed to do ten. Yeah. So only did three. So I'm in the bathroom, and then he just hops off stage, and then I got to, like, run on stage. And that was a little weird. The energy was a little weird. But then they were just staring. Yeah. And then I had to work, dog. Like, yeah. my back hurt when I was done. <laughs> Legit, my back hurt. I was like, I got to fucking crack these people open. So, his back hurt from the blue light district. That's where his back hurt. <laughs> that blue light, son. It was blue light the blue, blue, blue light is dicks. We learned that shit yeah. the hard way. Oh, so <laughs> Did y'all go together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son, do right. some assists. Yeah, yeah. I remember Sweden, obviously. Uh, <laughs> that remember Sweden too. tends to take over a lot of the memories. Of, I knew it was international, but I don't remember which countries because Sweden son, pops Oculus, out so much. brag about what's going on, right, bro. You're right, and I'm really honestly working at it. I am like the fucking post. My girl's like, you got you got two hundred thousand views. You got to post this. It's like I should. And then she was like, No, don't say you'll do it tonight. Do it now. So I was like, All right, you're right. Let me do this. But it, I, and just posting that you're touring internationally, it's like so much of this shit is is literally people talking and then other people talking and then other people talking. But if you don't put it out there, nobody's gonna start. Dude, you're talking. absolutely right. I just always, if it's smoke and mirrors, I'm always like, man. Nah, it's not real. Neither is comedy. You tell the same jokes every night like That's you a good did, point. Like you didn't. That's a You look at them in the you, in their face and you act like this is the first time you're telling the joke. Nothing is more inauthentic. That's a good point. That's but a good point. We, we're okay with it. Yeah. So apply that same inauthenticity. No, you're right. You're right. Son, when them Son. shows start selling out for your tour, you better let people know. Done. Done. With him, with you. I was telling you the fucking one of the goats early. And I said, you need to start talking that shit. Yo, it's true, man. He's like, nah, you know. I was too bad. Comedy community, we don't really, you know, talk that shit like that. I said, fuck it. All right. And then you did that shit and look what No, it's true. It is true, man. Because you got to tell people how you feel. I said, I'm top five alive. And then motherfuckers started treating me like I was. But if you don't put it in in their head. No, They're not right. going to know. They need to know Akash out here selling out international. No, you selling right. out Amsterdam. You know what I mean? Traveling around with a big Fuck ass Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> now you're right. Take your <laughs> girl on vacation right. and on, shit. Son. Come on, son. Now you're right. Come on, bro. I'm tight. Lesson learned. You got, you got Pickle you on stage? Huh? Yeah. Late post. Bet. Yo, yeah. Amsterdam, thank you for the sold out shows. Da, 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 da. Bet. That'll be up tonight. Come on. That'd be a Asshole army that's listening. Front like you didn't hear this and just be like, yo, this is so sick. Oh, gosh, we know y'all was killing it. Da, 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 da. Nah, you're right. And that's, uh, yeah, you just got to say fuck it and just, po- just post yes. all this shit. Yes. This shit is smoking mirrors till it ain't. Dead ass. Yeah, Look at right. me. With his porn stash. Smoking mirrors till it ain't, bro. <laughs> it becomes real. Nah, you're right. You're right. That ass. Now nah, you got you got to work on it. And I just fucking man. Anything I do, just do it, please. <laughs> it's right here. So humble. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. I know, I know, but, it's but it, that's your whole point, though. It's but fucked I don't up. Want, no, I, I, know, I know, but it's just a comment like that. Just whatever I do, do the shit. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do anything different? 
<laughs> I don't understand why anybody would do I'm not even saying this to be arrogant. I'm saying it's right here. Literally, just do it. It works. No, you're right. You put the clip up, 200,000. I've been begging right. you to put clips up I know, for fucking years. I, know. <laughs> I think he's learned the lesson. No, I'm not, I'm just saying it yeah. just took a while to get there. I never liked it. It takes a while it. to learn lesson. It's like... <laughs> He'd be taking a while, man. But I'd be taking a while sometimes. <laughs> Word. Especially with that kind of shit. If you don't promote this show coming up on Thursday, I'm going to be tight at you, too. Now nah, we're going to promote What's that. the show coming up on Thursday? Wow. The, the Brownish. The, oh, the Brownish show. New yeah. York Comedy Club. 8 p.m. East, East Village location. 4th Street, 2nd Avenue. You do promote your shows on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But now we're going to... You got to sell the brand of Akash. No, I'm going to start... I'm stepping up my social. The clips was like... Let me at least do Why this. Why do you feel bad doing it? This is a good I like, don't thought. know. There's something very like it's it's all in my head, but there's something kind of phony about all of the like, oh look, I'm I'm more, pretending I'm more on than I am. And there's something about me that never likes doing it. I'm always like, nah, that's whack. That's but it's phony. not about being phony. It's not about that. Because you don't mind being phony on stage. To me, that's like and that's why I love crowd work. It's like, oh, this is and that's what I used to say, and at a certain point I was like, Well, this is what it is. But we talked about this. Crowd work is the only real moment on stage. Yeah, but everything else do, is you'll acting. Do, you're acting. You'll do crowd work that's not crowd work. You'll do like crowd work that you know the direction is going. I know the direction is going, and then even then, I'm like, you're let me try set, to. You're you try to find. Up. You try to find the way you're okay with. But it. it's still phony. Yeah, but you find you find your. Oh, okay, I can justify this way of doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't need to justify for me. For I, me, I, yeah. But what I'm saying is like, if that's not phony to you, there's a reason. Because I don't think the issue is phony. I think the issue is insecurity, right? And I, Oh, yeah. And that was the other part is you're very vulnerable when you're doing that shit. And especially if I already feel like, yo, this is kind of phony. Then but it's I, not phony. Get out of the phony thing. You're you, right. But that's in my head. of like The phony is the protective thing, right? I don't want to be vulnerable, so I'm going to call it phony. Because it's like what comics do. Like when somebody's popping, they're like, oh, that motherfucker's a hack. Or that motherfucker was like yeah, so every is. shitty com- every comic that's broke has called every successful comic a hack. Yeah. That's and that's not like the clips was pure. I don't want to be vulnerable. Like, what if this shit ain't good? Mm-hmm. What if it's what if here's what the if real shit? Here's yeah. the real shit. I don't know if it's good. What if everybody else confirms my deepest fear that is not now good? Now we talking. That's the real. Now for we talking. Clips. You nice. No, you right. You are right. nice. You right, son. You right. Akash Singh is nice. You right. You one of the nicest, bro. I appreciate that. I don't even like you that much outside of your talent. <laughs> I'm no, like obviously I love you like my brother, but you're not so much fun that if you weren't talented, I would want to be around you. <laughs> That's Does actually that, a compliment. I, I take it as such. I like, take it as a high you're compliment. You're so good at comedy and you're so funny at just being funny. Did I tolerate how wildly boring you are? That's a good point too. To hang out with, like on the road. That's and a shit. good point. That's a good point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't be going out, son. You know the reason why I don't take you on the road. This is I'll tell you I'm why faithful? the reason why. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. Because I know if I take you, you're not gonna go be as great as you will are. Oh, interesting. What you mean? You aren't gonna be as great as you can be. If 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 you're on the road with me and we're having a fucking time of our lives and it's just this international tour and we're selling out these theaters and all that kind of shit, 
on some some part of you, like anybody in that situation, would be like, "Yo, this is enough. We got it. We're making money. We're living our dream." But I know how great you could be, and I I can't let you not be that great as your friend. I appreciate who that. loves you. So it's like I've told this to Alex. I'm surprised I you're saying it on air. I can't. I only say it because I know this is for me to share with the people how great you are to me. No, no, no. I don't take any of this personally. Y- you should take it as the most love. Yeah. The easiest. Yeah, I don't take this as like whatever, as negative. But I will say this. It would bother me opening for you because it would, in my mind, again, confirm that fear that like this is what I am. I'm this guy's opener. So I would actually probably that would everybody's going to be so much pride. Son, his ego no, is astronomical. So. No, no, no. But all ego is well. Hold that. Hear that. Hear this. All ego based in fear, right? So that fear is, I'm not that good. This confirms that I'm not that good. Yes. That's uh, the. That's what I'm saying. Not I got too much pride to be his whatever. But there's like this confirms that fear of mine that like, oh fuck, this is how good I am. Yeah. Is I'm Andrew's opener, that's just how good I am. Yeah. And that's where it stops. And that's why I also never press to open for you or whatever. Because yeah. it's like, nah, I got, that's that's too real. But that's, that's ego too, too. And ego's all based in fear. Get rid of that shit. I'm, yo, it's 100% what I'm working on, but it is all based in fear. And the fear is just something you face. How long you, you gonna work on it? You facing. I'm, hey, that's the clips, the first step. We worked on it, done. First step, it's put it out on. there. Moving on. You ready for some Tony Robbins? <laughs> you know what I mean? You see that Tony Robbins clap? Nah, we out of here. Maybe I should. Yeah. Yo, Tony Robbins got the weirdest clap, bro. All he right. does this shit where he goes like... <laughs> he does it. He has his hands wide open like that. <laughs> he shakes it and like hits it. It's the weirdest... And then you get it up. Look at... Look how weird... <laughs> He's retard out here clapping, bro. And this guy, this guy, low-key genius. Is he gay? Nah, 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 nah. He got mad me too. Oh, word? Yeah. You respect him more now. So, <laughs> so, so. Yeah, real talk. So it's like. Cause eventually, That's masculine. A me too is masculine. Right? So, no, we're getting, we're getting on some good shit. We're getting on some good shit. Right? So. Eventually, and I know this is tough to talk about, but the way I dream about these things is everybody that is operating within this umbrella that we're building out creates their audiences and everybody has their following. And then we start doing these massive tours that Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan, when they go do shows together, Chappelle and Rock do shows together and all these different people come together and do shows. But... And that's just the dream. That's the most fun in the whole world. That's right. it. That's it. The other, but the, at least the design for me is I needed, I I need you to go out and do it. And then you did it. You booked your fucking tour. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But get rid of that fucking ego. Like, open it for me or something like that. You know how long I I was with Charlemagne and like every every single person uh, Charlemagne's co-host this that the other. I was like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was co-host. Awesome. You know how awesome it is to be sure oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what no, I mean? Like that's it, it was like I understood everybody is gonna have somebody that is gonna be their leverage point. Right. And if you don't have that, that's the problem. You're not nice. You're not nice. Yeah. Nobody sees nothing in you. Right. There's a lot of motherfuckers that won't get that opportunity. We got a lot of friends that don't get that opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you take that opportunity and then you lean into it and run with it 
And then when it's time for you to fucking do your thing, you do your thing as well. But don't, don't like. I and look. If you had asked me to open for you, I'd have said yes. I know. So are you making this about me not wanting to do it? I'd have still said yes. Swallow your ego. I know, but I guess what I'm saying is, don't even. I I don't even want you to have that tiny little even shred of insecurity about it. No, nah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come right. on, bro. Right. Like you, nice, bro. Why don't you ask him? What? I don't want to ask this guy for anything because he's already done so much. You That's can ask me for anything. But that I know you'll do it when you can anyway. But whatever you need, you can ask That's me. That's what I'm saying. Next year, we're doing the special. Yes. Yeah. What about this year? This year, I'm going on tour Yo, working on the special. shut your fat ass up, son. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Talk. What are you trying to fuck you trying to do, son? <laughs> Listen, listen, I'm Tony Robbins, all right? You're not Tony Robbins. Why are you not opening up for Alex, Ed? What's your deal? I didn't ask him yet. <laughs> Yo, man, you so nice, Akash. Come on, bro. That's all I'm trying to, that's all I want to get out nah, there. but real talk, you just, the fear, you got to, like, Power somehow get it. rid of it. Yeah. And I, I felt it. I yeah. remember uh, when I f- first started going on the road with you, mm-hmm. and you're like, yo, you're my guy. You got to like act like you're my guy. And so I was afraid to ask the venues, like, oh, is it okay if I put the camera here, or is, is it okay if I can go to the sound? Now I walk in these fucking venues, I'm like, where's the sound guy? I need a blah, blah, blah yeah, cord. Yeah. I need this. I yeah, like, and it's, it's just because it's like, all right, you know what? I do good work, and people appreciate it, and now I feel more confident about the work that I'm doing, and it's like, Fuck that fear shit. We all have it. That's yeah. human, bro. Yeah. But you're here for a reason, dog. You're not here just because you're my brother and I love you. Like, I want to do shows with you because I think you bring out the funniest version of me. That's that's a huge skill. You know how many people make you less funny? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know how many absolutely. people you hang around, you're like, man, I feel less funny. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? We not gonna. I know we not gonna. We not gonna. We not going even. We not gonna go there. So we not gonna go there. I think we all know what we all thinking about our, our own lives and ourselves, but we not gonna go there. You know what I mean? We we happy. Everything's happy. So. <laughs> you crazy? You know what I mean? I think we all. Yeah, I think. Get out of here! Yeah, we out. We out. We out. We moving. But but yeah, like I. No, and that's where putting up the clips has been good. Son, and then you went through this. Because it confirmed that you the shit. And you went through this too, though. The industry, even more from me than you, like, I didn't have an agent until like three months ago. So it's like, you just get no after no after no. That, that party yeah. that's afraid is like, oh shit, maybe it's not. But then when you put the, the, when you take it to the people like you did and you get love, you're like, oh, okay, I was right. I actually, okay, there is funny here. Yes. Yeah. Motherfucker. What are you fixing, Eddie? All right. <laughs> yes, and that's another reason why, like you just said, why giving it to the people is it it, it confirms it, man. At the end of the day, we listen. If we a hundred percent believe that we were funny, a hundred percent, we wouldn't do comedy. Yeah, yeah. That little insecurity in us is the reason why we write a good fucking joke, got a good idea. That so that shit is fuel. Don't lose that. No. Okay. Don't lose that. Like when you hang out, when I hang out, I'm not gonna name names, but when I'm like around some of like the goats, like there's some insecurity there. 
They, they, like some of the funniest people you could think of. You can feel it. And on some level, maybe it's like a letdown because you're like, oh, you're a superstar. The only time I've ever heard you talk is when your perfectly crafted specials were out. Yeah. And then you see them like being normal and like kind of like thinking about something and like saying kind of it. Kind uncomfortable but, and yeah. awkward. I think we're thinking about certain people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, but then you go, oh shit, that's, that's the superpower. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's a good point. That Now, it either, like we were talking about, insecurity is a fire, right? It either is the furnace that heats the whole building up right. or it's the thing that burns the whole thing down, right? That's what they said about uh, the white guy that played for Duke. What's that white guy Christian that played Leitner? for Duke? Yeah, that's what Coach K said about Christian Leitner. Is like the fire in him is either the furnace that, that heats the whole building or it's the fire that burns it down. Right. Let that shit heat the whole building, bro. Yeah, yeah. you got to keep it in check. Let it rip! <laughs> Let it rip! Ah, yeah, you right. What? Yeah, I'm yell. Oh, I forgot you got the headphones on. My bad. My bad, everybody at home. I just need Akash to feel himself today, man. I need you to feel yourself today, man. And don't be fucking afraid to ask me for nothing. All right. Who else I'm going to give it to? I don't like none of these comics. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I got to help them because I love comedy. You know what I mean? But I know they were all talking mad shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So before, before we got shit moving. So let's, hey, let's, let me tell you something. <laughs> you right. I know. <laughs> and, this, and you know what? I don't, it's one of the funniest things. It's like I don't care. Because I understand why this shit was talked about. I got to forgive you for me. Not you, but for the people who talk yeah, shit. Right. I yeah, got to. Yeah. It's funny getting texts from people I know used to talk shit. Man, I love everything you're doing. It's so inspiring. It's like, my man, thanks, bro. I didn't want thanks, but thanks, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, brother. Because I don't harbor none of that shit. <laughs> I don't harbor. You know what I mean? It's, what is it? Why harbor? Why? What does it do? No, that's the that's perspective of success. Man, fuck all these motherfuckers, bro. You want to know some shit? We love everybody, all right? Don't love. I love everybody. Oh, okay, okay. Just make when sure. you see me talk shit about anybody. <laughs> fuck these guys. I don't like none of these guys. I, I'm yeah, sarcastic. I you yeah, know what I mean? Know. But, like, I... Look, man. That's all I'm saying. We had a fucking... We had a cool week. We had a cool week. It's good to be back, man. It is good to be back. Good to be it's good to be back from you. You want to talk about Japan? Yes. Let me tell you something about this fucking place, bro. This is the most fascinating and intriguing and sad place on the fucking planet. It is. You will have the best of multiple things that you ever had in your entire life there. Such as? I had the best steak I've ever had in my entire life there. Not even close. Not even close. The best steak I've ever had in my entire life there. Not even close. Was it a place that was recommended or you stumbled upon it? My shorty was figuring all these things out. Right. We go to this steak place. All, they don't talk to each other in Japan. Like, nobody talks. It's like everybody's by themselves. Yeah. Like, first of all, after you were in Japan for a week, you completely understand how they 
were willing to fly the planes into Pearl Harbor, right? It's like, <laughs> like people can't wait to die there. They can't wait to commit suicide. They have, they have multiple suicide ways. Force. Son, they have the forest. They yeah. got fly the planes into Pearl Harbor. They have Harikari, this thing where you cut your stomach open, take out all your intestines. Like, they have, yeah. son, they got all the different type. They, you know how like Jordan colorways. That's what they got for suicide, son. They got tons it's of different. And you drop every Saturday at 11 a.m. That's the new shit. That's the new shit, right? Jump in front of the subway, love committing suicide, right? <laughs> they love it. It's their favorite thing, right? It is a wild place. Son, we were at this steak, sub, steak spot, right? The guy cuts, a, um, I don't know, one of these vegetables. Um uh, Zucchini. Garlic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one? It's a ve- it's like kind of a vegetable. I don't even think you can eat it like that, but it's more like a spice or something, right? Yeah. But it's a vegetable like in, when it's in its entirety. Y'all know what I'm talking about or no? Yo, real talk? Yeah. Is that a vegetable? Son? Yeah, it's a vegetable. I'm pretty sure. It is. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cause it's big. <laughs> son, it's my man took it out, right? Started chopping that shit up, right? And it's a flat table like this, but it's made out of metal. It's like a grill, but it's not a grill. Mm-hmm. It's like where they put the hamburgers at at McDonald's. You know what I'm talking about? The flat the stainless steel counter. Stainless steel, hot. Put some oil down. Cuts the garlic real thin. He starts making chips out of the garlic. Wow. Right. Takes his beef, Kobe beef, Wagyu, Kobe, Kobe beef. They let the cows listen to classical music. They like feed the cows beer their jerk whole them life. Jerk them off as a whole thing. They fucking, they, I think they jerk them off. I just made that up. Oh, I know. Maybe they like, did. I'm like, I'm like, what son, the fuck they is massage going on? them, son. They do crazy shit to these cows. Dude, Hindus would really love this up until the end. <laughs> we get really into that shit up until about up until they pull out that fucking machete. We'd be like, "What's going on now? Wait a minute." That's where they probably got it from, right? The Buddhism got there from India, yeah, right. And it was like by the time they got there, like, "Fuck it, we hungry, son. I ain't gonna meditate all day and not have a burger after this shit." <laughs> I've mean, been thinking about this burger all fucking day. Give me some garlic chips. So they, you take the garlic chip, you take a little wasabi. They they teach you how to have every bite. Right. Everything's like a little wasabi, garlic chip on top. You take that. You, it is the best steak you've had. It's butter. Right. It is butter. Okay. Best steak I've ever had. You ready for this one? I couldn't. I didn't even have the heart to admit it, but I'll fucking say it right now. You ready? Best pizza I've ever had. Oh in my, my time. god! Son, oh I'm about my to slap god! You, son. Get the fuck out of here, son. Yo, you. How? Yo, turn his mic off. Son. <laughs> How? Son, Akash Singh, the nicest comic in New York. Yo. <laughs> Akash Singh, the nicest comic in New York. Yo, real talk. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Son, get the fuck out. Look, of here, son. look. No bullshit. It was bare minimum top three. And I'm only saying it because they're Asian. And I can't fathom <laughs> that they could make a pizza good. I, I can't fathom. If it was an Italian making that pizza, I'd go, you made the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> Un- fam, am I one Why to was it so good? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, come on. Son. Okay, here, we okay, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into Take it. Take us Obviously, the experience of eating the pizza. Okay, let me tell you. Your shorty suggests pizza. What's your first thought? Shorty suggests, first of all, she didn't suggest it. I suggest it because I haven't done eating fish. I ain't going to eat another fish in my entire life. Okay. Okay. If you think that Americans are the reason why there's no more fish in the sea, go to Japan. <laughs> they eat all the fish. 
Everything is fish. Breakfast, fish. Two different types of fish. That's, that's, no. Lunch, fish. Dinner, fish. All they're eating is fish. It's constant. That's that's why they want to kill themselves. Real talk also. It's redundancy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you eat fish, I want to kill myself I, I, if I had to eat another fish. Oh, no, they want to kill themselves because mercury poisoning. I don't know what that means, but... Mercury's in the fish. And if you eat a mercury's lot of it, in a mercury. thermometer, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that's where they get the mercury from the thermometers from the fish? Nah, the other way around. From, fish aren't supposed to have mercury, but the water's polluted, so they get mercury in them. Yeah. And then they get Because we're not recycling thermometers? Something. I don't know. The fish are eating the thermometers? That's, a, that's is that a what good question. Said? Eden, can you look up how do how does mercury get in the ocean? And then that shit, mercury take you more poisoning makes you go crazy. All right, well, that must be it. Anyway. <laughs> Bro, I think you might have solved it. Fish. Fish. Amazing. Okay? Obviously, don't worry about this setting. Close it because it's too distracting. We're going to get there. You just look at it yourself, and when we come back to you for that information, then you can talk. Okay? Fucking, Fucking dumbass. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. God you know damn, what I mean? man. Fat fuck. <laughs> That's my, that's my new shit. I'm going to call him fat. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. I know. We never fat. once commented on his voice. I know, but now you're going to get commented on. you like a boy's husky, son. Motherfucker look like a Mexican toadstool. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you walk in the room, I hear... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Senor Frogs over here. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the shit, the shit from Mario Kart at the beginning of every episode? <laughs> 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 Fat mouth, <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> fat mouth, fucking look, look, look. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah. What? You can't say nothing, can you? Can't say nothing. Prof, John, I bet you look heller like a frog. Son. <laughs> that shit is wild. <laughs> fucking Budweiser frog over here. Added, <laughs> so, you gotta have some comebacks. Yeah, no, you're not you coming back. Oh, then you coming back to the dessert tray, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, son. No, now you stress, right? You thinking? <laughs> he just typing random shit into the computer. He's typing random. He don't know what shit. to do. He we went into his DJ posture. You saw that shit. He put his fucking ear on his shoulder. You went like this. You had your ear in your shoulder. Look, back to these Japanese's. Okay. I had the best sushi I ever had in my life. Right? Obviously. Not Jiro. Mm. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with this motherfucker. Let me tell you something about Jiro, okay? We should have taken that guy out in World War II. <laughs> okay? We missed with Jiro. This fraud, okay? <laughs> Listen, for those of you guys who don't know what I'm talking well, I already spoke about it on the podcast. I dream of Jiro. Jiro dreams of sushi. Yeah. Is the name of the thing. It's a Netflix documentary. He's not dreaming of sushi, let me tell you that much. Okay? He dreaming of something else. I was so excited to go to this fucking dinner. <laughs> I was geeked for you. Son, do you know I bought a suit? <laughs> so, so keep in mind, son, keep in mind, the dinner is $1,000, me and my shorty, right? I buy a suit. 500 each or 1000 500 each. Okay. 1000 That's crazy, bro. Son, 
<laughs> wait, wait till you hear about this dinner. You're okay? like an angry Kramer okay, right now. Ready? Here we go. Thousand dollar dinner, right? Pre-booked, we get it. I'm so fucking hyped. Yeah. We start looking up the right way to eat the food, how to operate in the gym. Okay, you gotta wear a suit. Okay, boom, I gotta wear a suit. I go buy a fucking suit, right? I buy Did they even have sizes for you in Japan? Damn, I bought it in America. Okay. Yeah, I was you... prepared. I brought the suit over there. Right. I brought a new pair of shoes. I bought the belt. I bought the shirt. I spent a thousand dollars on the suit, the whole thing. I'm two thousand deep for Jiro. Okay. We go to Jiro, right? We're running late. The shit is in the subway. You can't even find it. You got to go through some back entrance. It's like you're trying to get into a nightclub in the 80s, like some real crazy shit. We're running mad late. Shorty got on heels and shit. She's like, you're rushing too. We should go this. And I developed a cool way to tell her to shut up without saying shut up. I just go, ba 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 That's not nice. It's not nice. but shut up is like aggressive. But if you go, ba 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 <laughs> they don't really know what to do and they just stop so they you don't... are mad yo the you're pa, psychotic pa, 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 pa. Wow, see it's good <laughs> <laughs> son I had to improvise we were about to be late you can't be late that's okay, the shit my girl would do. You cannot be fucking late to a thousand dollar dinner. Just a thousand he, dollars. He's a Japanese. He don't Since got no fucking they've flexibility. They've never been late in their whole life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These are very principled, formal people. Okay. I pull up in. I pull up in. I pull up in. I pull up in. Okay. We finally get there. Three minutes to spare. We sit down. Thank God we got it. Okay. Would you like me to take your jacket? The girl at the door says, "I didn't even get the show, Jiro." I ain't got to show him my blazer yet you know what I mean but I reluctantly give the double breasted so Jiro never saw a double breasted we sit down ready for sushi keep in mind I know some of you look at me right now like I don't know sushi at all I'm some white motherfucker I don't understand these things but you know what I did that day I went to the fish market from Jiro Dreams of Sushi oh yeah that morning 6am and you know what I did immediately after I saw the fresh tuna get caught I went to one of the restaurants at the old fish market that has the fresh tuna, and I had sushi for breakfast. I had the best sushi I ever had in my entire life. That morning. That morning, the recommendation from our homeboy, Tao, that came to the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I tell you this sushi was incredible, you never had it in your entire life, and there's something different than t- for, with tuna than everything else. The fish tuna is, like that steak, butter. It is butter on rice. You never experienced tuna. Like the tuna we have here, and the salmon, you know how they're like almost interchangeable? Yeah. Tuna is so unique in texture and flavor from every other fish that you try, you see why they're obsessed with it. I had the best sushi I ever had in my entire life. I doubled down. I ordered another round. And I heard the Japanese guy, no. I heard that him That was say, Japanese? Honestly, Japanese That's Italian. The weirdest language, bro, I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's listen of course you think that you always think about that yeah. right but it's it's more melodic that's how you say grand Hyatt right that's what you say son I don't speak no Japanese yes I don't speak no Japanese but I heard little words you basically just say condiments condiments yeah. honey mustard <laughs> right like <laughs> so you walk into the restaurant I don't know what they're saying but they're like honey mustard cuts up honey mustard cuts up man that's it you just say condiments they just scream at condiments yeah. they understand it I don't know what's going on 
I tried the sushi that morning, Akash. I tried the sushi that morning. I prepared myself for sushi. I took a nap. <laughs> Son, I wasn't about to go to Juro Tire. I took a nap. I put on a suit. <laughs> Pressed. I had that shit hanging for three days. Put it in the shower. I put the shirt in the shower to get the wrinkles out. Seem, yeah, all right, that's Come what's on, up. bro. It's Jiro. <laughs> he dreams of sushi. <laughs> he dreams of that's what you nap did. You <laughs> napped to dream of sushi. I was dreaming of sushi too, Akash. <laughs> yeah, you know. I was dreaming of it. I show up to this. I sit down. No jacket. I sit down. I look up. I see Jiro. I'm like, wow, he looks great still. And then I realize... Fuck. It was actually his son. That's a problem. Now, the son who was in the documentary. Probably I'm like, my, better. he's aged. But this is still awesome that I at least get the son. Because Jiro's 94 years old. I was worried he wasn't even going to be there. So I was like, boom, we got the son from the documentary. We're good. I look to his left, and there's Jiro. What? Jiro and his son. I got the double whammy. Oh, you're hyped. I'm fucking hyped. Can we get you something to drink? Green tea. I know better. I looked at the rules. Don't order alcohol. It's disrespect. I sit down. Shorty sits down. Green tea. Green tea right there. Piping hot. Piping hot. Well, you're even more excited. I'm so excited, but it was so hot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I tried to drink. I had to put it back down, let it cool <laughs> off. <laughs> I had to let it cool off. Yeah. It was so piping hot. It was piping, bro. What was it? Piping, bro. <laughs> Son, it was piping, right? We we get the first piece of sushi, right? I put it in my mouth. I take two bites. Almost threw up on Jiro's son. <laughs> <laughs> Almost threw up on Jiro's son. The wasabi started to crawl down my nose. Okay? The wasabi is crawling down my nose. Oh my God. I'm trying to hold it in. And then I realize if I don't suck this back, I'm going to throw up all over Jiro's son. So I go. <laughs> I suck all the horseradish or whatever the wasabi made out of back up into my nose. I'm like, okay, maybe that's expanding our palate. He's just setting the tone. Right? I take another sip. Piping hot fucking green tea. Boiling hot green tea. Point it down. Next piece of sushi comes right away. It's once you're in there, you're fucking in there. It's on conveyor belt. Take it. We don't use chopsticks. We red. You use your fingers. Home. Second piece of sushi. More wasabi. <laughs> when I tell you I almost left the restaurant to throw up, I'm being 100% honest with you. Keep in mind, I had fresh sushi from the fish market this morning. No issue. This is something specific to Jiro. Two pieces in. Almost threw up. Take another sip of the green tea. Boiling hot. Just <laughs> molten lava. Just my whole mouth is burned. My tongue is burned. Everything's burned. But you know what? I'm actually grateful because now I can taste the wasabi less than my whole mouth is burned. Right? A guy comes up. He starts about to pour more green tea into my cup. Right? Green tea? <laughs> right? I go, I go, no, 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 thank you, no, thank you. He looks at me in front of my shorty, in front of Jiro, in front of Jiro Jr. And he goes, 
Oh, it's a free. <laughs> I just paid a thousand dollars. You think I can't afford whatever the fuck the cost of a little extra green tea would be? To say that to me was mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. No, I want it to cool down. They don't understand anything out there. Nobody speaks English in Japan. Go through the rest of the sushi. Ten of them were edible. The other ten, horrific. Horrific. In- inedible. You couldn't eat it. Like, even if you could eat the wasabi, it just didn't taste good. Did she like it? Ha- hated it. Really? Hated it. Hated it. So what I don't understand is each you- piece was just covered with wasabi? So I thought like it's- They hid it underneath. I don't uh, know what happened, dude. I honestly, I don't. Listen, I wasn't around for Pearl Harbor. I promise you, it was not as bad as what I had to go <laughs> on behalf of the Japanese. On behalf of the Japanese. Like, as I'm eating this, I'm like, internment camps, yes, round them up. Put them in the camp. Like, why do you let... This is poison. You're poisoning a human being That's here. Funny. Son, a thousand dollars. They just give the suicide bombers wasabi, so they'd rather crash a plane than in take a them heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat, dude. I could, dude, I could not fucking believe it, bro. Had Tal been to Jiro? Oh. Had you heard from other people that it's not that great? Uh, we go to a bar right afterwards. This bar called High Five where they just make a cocktail for you based on what you like. You just tell them a few things and they just potion up a cocktail. It was really impressive. And the first thing we said was, yeah, we just came from Jiro. And the guy goes, didn't like it, huh? Wow. Everybody that goes there afterwards says the same thing. It's a bullshit marketing ploy. Don't go. Don't waste your money. The best sushi you'll have is in Tokyo, and you can walk into any sushi restaurant and get it. Don't waste your money on that fucking shit. Thousand dollars. It's just so funny how hype you are to see this. I guy. was, sorry, <laughs> I was starstruck. I was looking at his hands. He has the most beautiful hands. They both have such beautiful hands. What's They're, beautiful about them? The only part of their body that doesn't age. The Japanese or just those two? Those two. And I, Maybe they'd I, be rubbing them in the wasabi. No, son, it's not the wasabi. It's the rice. There's a yeast they use in the rice that this uh, that this like uh, makeup company uses to make product. SK2 is the name of the company. Have you guys heard of this company? Yeah. Ask your girl about it. I guarantee that she, she knows. Yeah, guarantee you she And knows. they use the same property to like make your skin not age. And I swear to God, this shit was magic. I'm looking at two guys. Jiro's 94. His son looks fucking 84. They look old as shit. Their hands look 19. 19. Immaculate. Wow. Watch, you're going to have everybody just throwing rice on their face. Real talk, man. (laughs) That's probably what they put in Hennessy barbecue rings or whatever black people eat. What does that got to do? I'm just saying that's why y'all age so good. Consuming all them Hennessy buffalo wings. (laughs) Wait, so what's the best pizza, though? Oh, yeah, you didn't finish that one. Pizza Strata. But what makes it so good? You don't don't even even eat bread, so I don't even respect your opinion. You have to understand... I, and that's reasonable. Mm. What the Japanese do is they're craftsmen. They just perfect anything. Anything that happens, they just perfect. Like breakdancing. Son, breakdancing. Um, uh, what's it called? Suicide, subways, cleanliness, yeah. ice cream. Like It don't matter. They're just going to find a way to perfect it. They just stick because that's their only outlet. They got no more outlets. Son, it, you, 
we got yelled at in a bar. My shorty and I for kissing. Wow. You could smoke cigarettes in a bar. You could smoke cigarettes in a bar. You could blow cancer into someone's face. But if you're kissing a girl, they're, please stop it. <laughs> they, the guy ran over. The bartender ran over. Oh, no, 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 no. That's wild. That is Affectionless culture. Everything about the culture is commodified and, and tra- transactionized, right? So it's like, I, I feel like I want some affection. I want to cuddle. Well, you go to this cuddle bar. I just want to talk to a girl. You'll go to this bar where girls come over and they wow. talk to you. Word. I want to come now. You'll go to this massage place where they jerk you off and then you'll come. Son, it is it's it seems like it's great, but it's a completely <clears throat> inorganic form of living. Oh yeah. Right? It's unnatural. Yeah, nobody thinks the Japanese are organic people. I never thought of that. Son, it is mind-boggling, but they create this perfection. You know, so it's like one of these, this is what it is. Japan is like the greatest hot dog you've ever had or the greatest sausage, greatest piece of chorizo you've ever had, right? In that it's so amazing, but you don't want to know what went into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the ingredients? Or like- yeah, like you don't want to know the ingredients of a culture that yeah. creates these perfectionists. Right, right, right. You don't want to know what it takes to yeah. get to there. Right. Like, oh, dude, it was, I mean, like, dude, there's crazy shit about the culture. Like, it's the only culture in the whole world where a wife can sue her husband's lover. Oh, that's dope. So if 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 you're yeah. cheating, <clears throat> your wife right. can sue the woman you're cheating with. Yeah, but what can she do to you? I mean, she could take half of your shit, too. Oh, wow. Or whatever it is. But, like, think about it. At first, you're like, that's crazy. But that's then brilliant. It's genius. It's brilliant. They figured out how to cut down on cheating. Yeah. Don't punish the husband. Keep these hoes away from us. Keep bro. these hoes away. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> What's that? Just keep the hoes away, man. There it is. The hoes be fucking shit up. Son, but what a genius. So now these hoes are like, how badly do I want this dick? Do I want this dick so badly I'll pay for it? That's what I'm saying. That's a brilliant idea. There's no <laughs> doubt that they're genius about right. shit. But there are... Problem. Like when I start feeling bad for women, then you know. <laughs> I rarely feel bad for these hoes, but then there were times there where I was like, "Yo, come give me, on, give me an example." Yeah. First of all, there's zero like they are the leaders in fashion mm-hmm. for men. Right, women dress like they're in a Little House on a the Prairie. These bitches are in stockings, like Hasidic Jews. Hasidic Jews, like every store, butter ass looking ass bitches. Less, yes. Making fucking wicker baskets. Yeah. Like, literally, really? no fashion at all for the chicks. Son, it's trash. I watched Crazy Rich Asians, and they was getting kind of flying. That was Singapore, son. Yeah. Ain't the same shit? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Singapore, Chinese, you know what I mean? They're a little it's different with it. They're a little shit. different with it. These dudes, is like, the women are... They said there's a statistic that said 1% of <clears throat> Japanese women have orgasms. That seems kind of high, don't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot. That's some giving ass dudes. I was like, that's about accurate. One percent. That's about my percentage. (laughs) Right? God damn, these guys be working. (laughs) Shit. So, look, maybe. All I'm saying is like, 
Like they're mad, the, the bow and shit. Like event, like chill out with that shit. Son. Like, <laughs> how many times we gonna bow, bro? Like, like one That's is. That's why good. Japanese dudes be all hunched over when they get old. They just been son, bowing. They've been too bowing much. too much, son. Fuck you up. Oh, you have to keep bowing. It's not just one bow and you out. I I cut that shit off eventually. I I hit him with that. Like I'll give him a little, you know. <laughs> but you just bob it, right? son. When the like the service people in the service industry. How do I say this? I'm not trying to say Japanese people are like squirrels, but like they, you know how like squirrels are like, that's how they are. (laughs) That's how Japanese people are. Like you're like, excuse me or something like that. Or you tell the cab driver, "Uh, sir, we're actually going to. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yo, I'm telling, they freak out. Like, Oh I just see one calm, chilling. Like, if you think about it, think about their culture, right? It's either work 17 hours, Tokyo, go crazy, or what's the opposite is calm, water flowing, Taoist monk. That's Japan. They didn't know. They need that shit. It's one or the other, but they need it, bro. Ah, dude. And then Kyoto, don't ever go to Kyoto. What's Kyoto? Kyoto's the biggest piece of horse shit in the entire world. Don't ever go. I never even heard of it. Kyoto's a city a couple hours away from Tokyo, and it's basically like Westerners, the way we think of Japanese people, we think they're like walking around in kimonos with fucking samurai swords and shit. That's so when, so that's So when we go to Tokyo and we don't see that, we're like, what the fuck is this? I would have I been disappointed. <laughs> right? That. So you want to see a bitch in a kimono, right? Yeah. With the sandals and like walk wobbling and shit. And like the paper houses. Yeah. <laughs> so like with the rice paper doors yeah. and shit. Yeah. So the closest city that's got that is Kyoto. And everybody's like, oh my God, Kyoto is so awesome. Da, 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 da. But it's no different than like when tourists come to America and they, they like think we're all cowboys. Yeah. Uh, so like. They're like, oh, finally, we saw America. You go to San Antonio, we saw America. It's like, what? That ain't America. Like, yeah. it's cowboys. Yeah. They they not even really around anymore. Yeah, that's Kyoto. Mm. So don't go there. Okay. Anyway, that's I look. That's it. We don't have to talk about Japan anymore. Fascinating place. Go check it out. It is a fascinating place. Go check it out. You get good material out of it. I don't know. I really, at this point, I'm not exactly sure. You got to wrap your mind around it. I have to. Something it, good will come from that, though. Yes. There, there is something good. It, it just needs some time. I yeah. need to process some time. I did think of one joke about how nothing to do with Japan, just my shorty having her period. <laughs> and uh, I think. I can tell <laughs> you in a relationship by the way you hit period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I slapped that bead. She right? was real. <laughs> Son, you've been through it, son. You know what? Because I was watch- we were watching Harry Potter, right? I was just doing anything to calm her down on her. Like, brought me tight from all the. I'm sure that did help. That's whenever she talked. She probably wouldn't do it. Y'all something. But 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 don't work on a period, bro. <laughs> that shit don't work on a menstrual cycle, son. So I'm trying to calm her down. She we probably watching. wasn't supposed to have a period for another week, and she was like, "I had enough of this." <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's even before the period starts. Oh, PMS is before yeah. the period. So how many days are they gonna be upset? 
How many days y'all want to be upset? A week with a period? Then before the period? Did and you, sometimes after. Yeah, That's the whole month! Did you just now start fucking? Yo, like, come on. No, nah, I guess I never really <laughs> listened to them or something like that <laughs> prior. Or I never put together. But, bro. I remember MTV wardrobe oh lady, Jocelyn Jacobs, she told me that. She was like, oh, the week before the period? I didn't know that either. I was like, the week before? She's like, yeah, and the week of, and sometimes the week after. And then she goes, you basically get about one good week out of us. <laughs> and that week ain't all that great, to be honest Son, with you. Son, I'm watching Harry Potter and the Goblet or some shit. <laughs> Right, <laughs> goblet or something. I, mean, I don't know what it is. I'm reading. We're watching this stupid ass fucking movie. This this Harry Potter shit everybody loves so much. This shit is so dumb. Son, I love that shit. Shut I'm up. reading <laughs> books right now, and Jordan it. Peterson talked about it on Rogan, which blew my mind. You're reading the books now? Yeah. You couldn't be more gay, son. <laughs> son, son, this is how he gay going I am. through it, son. He going like, through it, son. son. He going through it. I made it. I made it. His girl thought girl. he was on his period, so she got him the books. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Yo, read them shits. Calm down." Son, here's how gay I made a do my girl that if she read Rich Dad Poor Dad I'll read the Harry Potters oh she's spending all your money oh we we (laughs) (laughs) yo I told her I was gonna do a bit about this we were in Amsterdam he's like you know this girl spending your money we start giving her finance books (laughs) going through finance this wifey so it's like let's figure this out if we're gonna buy houses and shit we need to do this right but I will say this I made fun of her for this, and I told her this is going to go into a bit somehow, but, you know, you pay for your, your shit internationally, right? And my girl and I have been internationally probably every year we've been together at least once. Yeah, yeah. And I asked her to, I gave her my card. I was like, yo, can you pay for this? I got to do this thing. And the way she looked at the credit card machine was like she was looking at a fucking, like, like a fucking x-ray machine or something. She was just like, I don't, where does the card go? Like, she was trying to do nuclear fission, trying to pay for one thing. And I was like, we eaten at least 100 meals. And this lets me know you haven't paid for a single fucking one of them. Damn, son. Damn, She son. was looking at that shit like, what? What is this? I don't. Yo, they don't know, bro. <laughs> they don't know, dog. They don't know. And then they get on that period, bro. And you know what's funny? <laughs> I was planning on a period coming. And I was like, yo, let me ask you something. I was like, yo, let me just ask you something. Like, I know when girls get on their period, right? Because when you're on vacation, you got no respite. Oh, it's, it's y'all too. Exactly. You gonna like, fight. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, when you're on vacation, it's you guys the whole day. So <laughs> you could you could bottle up that period for like two hours to hang out with me. <laughs> but it cannot be bottled for 24 hours. Bruh. The period's gonna leak. <laughs> right, Akash? So, so I knew it was coming. So I, try, I, I go like this. I was like, yo, let me ask you something like, <laughs> I was like, let me ask you some shit, yo. I was like, so like, it's a crazy thing on your period when like, it's a, you know affects you emotionally. You're you know like a woman's ability to like you know yes. make decisions and shit, right? So 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 I go I go check it. So I go. I'm already laughing. I go I go I go. So like, let me just ask you like, when you're going through your period, and I feel like you're. Making decisions that are motivated by your period. Do you want me to like bring that up? Like, what's the best way for me to say like, this is a menstrual decision. This is not oh a you God. decision, right? Like, what's the best way? Like, give me the oh best way God. to say that, right? So, so, so here's me thinking. Here's me thinking. You know what I mean? Son, 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 yeah. 
Let me ask this question in a way. Like, yo, you racked your brain trying I'm to like, think of a way to ask this question. I'm like, yo, you just tell me. Like, you tell me what you want me to say to you when you're on your period. And you so, think you see it playing out so differently in yo, your mind. Because it's like. You think he's going to get met with like. Oh, I'll tell you what to say. I've had this conversation with my brother before. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, when you, when you, when you feel the, when you feel the, you know what I mean? When you feel the crazy coming on, like, how you want me to let you know? Like, how you want me to let you know I'm sensing it yeah. so I could tell you yeah. and we could go figure me, this out? Like, we got a comic friend who's bipolar. We tell him banana split whenever we're worried that it's having Safe word. A, I need a the period episode. safe. Yeah. Right? You need a crazy so safe word. I tried. I was she like, wanted yo. A period safe word. I want a period safe word. So I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, yo. All right. Boom. What, now that you're sane, you know what I mean? Is it? But it's definitely not. Hit it with the McDonald's definitely, theme. Definitely not. Definitely not. You can't hear it with a ba da ba ba ba. I'm hating this. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm dying. Oh so, so I'm like, how do you want, you know, and then. She tells me, no, just you don't have to say you're doing this because, but you can bring it up as a suggestion. And I listened to that (laughs) because it was before the period. (laughs) They're logical beings before the period, right? So we're watching. (laughs) Nah, son. Nah, son. Now, Monty's logical, smart, like on, you know what I mean? Shorty, she got it. The fucking goblet movie is on, right? And in the Goblet movie, one of the teachers is a werewolf. And when the full moon comes, <laughs> every twenty-eight days, every twenty-eight days on the full moon, right? Every month, every literal lunar calendar, the full moon comes, and then the teacher uncontrollably turns into a savage werewolf that cannot be reasoned with at all. A monster, if you will. A monster, if you will. And I'm like, this shit ain't about wolves. <laughs> this is about wombs. <laughs> this is about, about periods the whole time. It's about wounds. Wombs. Oh my god. Son, the werewolf is the period the whole time. They made it about men so that women wouldn't know that we're talking about them. That's good. But in reality, that's it's really always good. been about women really and periods. I th- and that's the only thing funny to happen. That's great, though. In Japan. That's a great bit. There could be something funny to it, but bro. Oh, son. You know how crazy it is to have that conversation when you're in a fight and you're like, yo, you realize this is not a fight tomorrow when you're, the, the moon is not full? <laughs> <laughs> son. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus Christ, Akash. Yo, y'all didn't know Schultz in a relationship. He be having relationship material, fun. dog. This is funny. Nah, he's... Nah, he's so, this is much more like handling it like much better and all that, but he be having material about it. Well, so, we yes, yesterday I saw him. And I, I mean, that's like, a can great thing. Can I say bit. one thing? Can yeah. I say one yeah. thing though? This is how smart this fucking shorty is, right? We in this fight, right? And you know how the fight always becomes some other shit that oh. ain't even about the fight. Oh right? yeah. Oh, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, Come and on. I got certain things that like are like no goes for me. Like you can't talk about career. I'm being busy or none of this kind of shit. 
I'm traveling. None of those things. That stressed me out. We don't even discuss those things. And she started. And she starts going like, I understand that, but, you know, there's certain times where, you know, when you feel insecure, certain things are a little bit more volatile than they are when you're not feeling insecure and you're feeling... Valid, very valid. And completely... So, like, in those moments, what is the best way to just articulate my feelings so I could get the validation Mm. that I need to feel good? And I realize... This chick... Is... Getting me to agree to a way for her to complain. This is genius. This is fucking genius. As soon as you said I was like, ooh, she got you. Holy yeah. shit. So here I am explaining to her. How to complain how to, to you. How to complain to me. She's good. I like this. I like her. She's good. That's good. It's good though, cause you, she otherwise she's just gonna re- listen. I'm gonna be honest. If you don't give her that, it's just gonna build. Good. And <laughs> yup, yup. Build it. Oh man. Nah, it's build good. the wall. It's good son. till it blows up, son. Damn, what damn talk? But yeah, no shit. That shit builds. <laughs> that shit builds. Son. Let me tell you something. If you if you're not with a white girl, ain't no building. <laughs> that shit is all floods. <laughs> it's gonna build. Get you a brown shorty and it's all floods. So, so I saw him yesterday and I was like, yo, I was like, oh, how's the trip? And he was like, he was like, oh yeah, yeah, Japan was good. I was like, no, no, no. Like <laughs> he went away with me shorty for the first time. How was the trip? Like, you gonna fight though. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie. It was the best crash. trip I've ever taken in my life. I mean that 100%. It was by far the best That's trip I've ever taken dog. in my life. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 100%. That's good. It was, it was like, it was a mind-blowing experience in a lot of ways. Japan was unreal. And I mean that. Sincerely. And she did all the shit I don't want to do. Like she like found the cool restaurants, the cool places. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm not trying to be, yo, and also like, She's young. You want to do it, but you don't want to book it. I want to Google it. You want to do. You don't want to go through it. Son, that's something I realize. You need the person you're with. Gotta like doing the shit you hate doing. That's your teammate. Mm -hmm. That's how it's team. Boom. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? It's God. They got you. Y'all can't, bro. So figured out all the shit. Knows the, the 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 address to show to the taxi driver, so I don't gotta fucking. And shut your fat ass up on your phone, son. What the son. fuck, dog? Was that your gums? <laughs> <laughs> it was my knees. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese people eat on their knees, too. <laughs> All right. L- listen. Is there is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Are we just having a venting day? Is that is that what's going no, on? Man, good for you. No, if you travel, you're gonna fight. It's like you said, even living together, you go to work, you have breaks. When you travel together, it's you. Yeah. It's y'all. No, we did everywhere. good, bro. We had one. It was just one the whole time. Some butt. Last day. Same, me and mine, same. Last it's, day. It's almost like y'all need to get it out. Yo, like, so we gonna go the whole time. Real talk. We gonna go the whole time yeah. without fighting. <laughs> I ain't gonna get my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm just like, Yo, Alex cannot <laughs> wait to contribute right now. <laughs> I'm waiting to see about this call. Let me see. 
But oh fuck, I forgot we got advertisements. Oh, let's yeah, let's do these mids. We gotta get these mid rolls. While you looking that up, do you guys run, run the red light? Uh, like, what's that? Fucking the girl in the parrot. Uh. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, man? Son. There's a grace period. Yes! Son, oh, what are you talking about? Okay, 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 Fuck all right, out all right. of here, dog. So that is really the way to combat PMS. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass? Because they be hornier too? Yeah. When they talk too much, just whip dick your dick down. out. <laughs> just whip your dick oh, out. That's my it. God. They shut up. Chelsea used to have a bit. I don't know if you ever did it, if it was just a premise, but he said something like, they say women are hornier in their periods and they get hornier as they age. Isn't it ironic that the times they're horny are just the times we don't want to fuck them? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are they horny or do we just not want to yeah, fuck them yeah, yeah. so they want to fuck? Yeah, it's like, now you know what it's like to be a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have sex all the time when nobody wants to fuck you all the time. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a, yeah, okay, that's good. That's a good thing. Sun works every time. Yeah, but then you got to, you know, have sex in a winter. It's, um... It is a it is a thing. That period is a fucking thing, man. It is, yeah. You just do it in the bed. You'll do it right in the bed, huh? After after shower, make them. Why not first. just do it in the shower? Nah, you, that's dangerous. Like you should slip. Yeah, yeah, bro. You trying to break both your hips? Yeah, like, you crazy for that one, bro? <laughs> yeah, really. You, you got your fucking your interbs come on the floor like you. <laughs> you you're crazy? Yo, that's right? a real hazard, dog. <laughs> you right, bro? Yeah. I didn't even think about slippery that slippery when nutted in, yeah. bro. I, I'm so old. I want to get like one of those things in the shower so you don't slip just for me. Oh, so that I, little mat. I had the mat for the longest. Yeah. Since I was like 16, I threw one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Being black too dangerous I, to take other I chances. Did, I, I slipped one time, man. Yeah. I would never do that shit again. Y'all, 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 uh. uh. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Oh my god. We could just insert the ads at the end. I know, it's right? funny. They, they're gonna think we just edited that. We just, uh, nah, it's me trying to figure out how. I'm mad proud of myself because. I fucked a lot for how old I am. Okay. Like, I don't like fucking all the time. Okay. But I knew when I was on, I'm on the vacay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just me and Shorty. Yeah. She gonna expect some dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to ration. <laughs> I actually didn't even mind Jiro. I just pretended to be angry just so we didn't have to fuck that <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this, babe! I'm going to bed. <laughs> can't be up right now. Mouth all hot from wasabi. I can't do nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Nah. Oh fuck. Um. But in all in all seriousness, man, it's like. <laughs> Y'all gotta get a different side of Schultzy, man. Y'all really I like Sprung Schultzy. You gotta get a different fun. side of Schultzy. I knew it was something when this motherfucker was coming in Birkenstocks. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> oh man, he Yo, likes this one. <laughs> did I tell them? Did I tell the story about what we gonna do to Mark? Yes. Uh, so funny. You didn't tell yeah, you told me. Say it out here because he's gonna. You're not gonna listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're not gonna listen to this. We'll tell the flagrant fans so they know what I saw them white ones though. I ain't wearing them shits. Yeah, they're fire, son. They're nah. fire. Son, <laughs> nah. son they're fire. Son. Not, he got got me white Birkenstocks. 
Against my black skin, I'm gonna look like fucking. That's, that's not, gonna look hot, dog. That's nah, gonna look hot. You buy know. off whites all the time. You yeah. got all white off whites. Your Jeez. girls are white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since when you don't like all white shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, she's Swedish. <laughs> yeah, yeah white. You gotta be like meatballs. <laughs> Alex is going through it, son. Well, man, I'm going through it. You going through it or what? <laughs> <laughs> We could dead that. Yeah, I'll figure out. All right, guys, we go. We gonna fill you in. We got We gotta pay bills. All right, let's take a break for a second. We got some bills to pay, guys. If you're listening to this right now, that means the podcast is available on Audio Mac. Audio Mac is the free music and podcast streaming app that lets you stream and download the hottest albums. Mixtapes, songs, playlists, and podcasts, along with Audio Mac exclusives. Discover the best new songs by browsing the trending page. You know how I feel about curation. I feel like the game is curation now. There's so much shit out there in the world that we need curators to come together and weed the bullshit. Audio Mac does that for you. Okay? Check out the library of carefully curated playlists. There's one for every mood you're in. And take your favorite songs and podcasts offline to save your data and listen wherever you are. Audio Mac is here to move music forward. Available now on the App Store and Google Play. It's Audio Mac, A-U-D-I-O-M-A-C-K. Give it a try. See if you like it. And also share your feedback with us. You know we love that. Um, you know, if it's something that you really like and you really believe in and y'all support, we keep rocking with it. And if you guys come back and you say you didn't like it, we don't. As simple as that. You know, it's, it's that simple. We're not going to take on ads that we haven't tried and we don't, we don't support. We, we fuck with these things that we promote here, but we want to make sure that y'all having that experience as well. Um, this episode is also brought to you by my favorite type of chew is blue chew. Let's, let's, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You sprinkle a little blue chew. This is the game changer right here. You brushing your teeth before you go into bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> It's what you do You put that toothpaste on Crumble up that chew Sprinkle it on that toothpaste Start brushing those teeth Brush your teeth for a good 10 minutes That's 10 minutes of working it in Okay After you brush your teeth You do your bedtime ritual You put some lotion on You what? put your foot That's another 3 to 4 minutes Now you're not waiting around for the 20 for it to kick in By the way guys Blue Chew is gonna give you the best bone of your fucking life You satisfy the fuck out of your girl If you don't know this already You crazy This is one of the best Longest running sponsors of this podcast But I'm telling you This new way When you put that Blue Chew in that Colgate When you put that Blue Chew in that Colgate son, You've done this I did this when I was in Top on <laughs> <laughs> Yo When she was on El video No 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 You can't bust that down uh, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. She caught that on a plane, bro. She got that. She got that on a plane. But real talk, you got the business in business class. No, 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 no. Though we did, just, nah, nah. This, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, she caught that on the plane. No, no, no. The period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all I'm saying is, bro, that motherfucking blue chew, dog. That little sprinkle, mm -hmm. little, little. I put some sprinkle, bro. I put a little bit of sprinkle. I put that sprinkle. Hey, bro. It's sprinkled on there. 
Dog. <laughs> dog. That's brush them up. I don't spit out. I don't spit out the toothpaste. That's wild. Take dog. it down. Take it down. This what? is why I was I've been shaking my head no the whole time because I'm like, you're not even consuming it. You nah, just brushed your nah, teeth nah. and washed it out. Gut it. You're why don't you just take the pill, son? Gut, say dog. what? Just take the pill. I know, pill. like what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, dog. I really don't know. You know what? It tastes fine. Can I be honest with y'all? Can I be honest with y'all? It's good, right? Can I be honest with y'all? I don't know. I don't know. Okay? If this is just me being candid, can I be candid? <laughs> Let me be candid. Honey mustard. <laughs> I put that shit on the fuck. You know what it is? Because the pill cr- crushed a little bit. Yeah. It crushed a little bit because it was in, in travel. I was in yeah. travel, transit or whatever. And so I took it out and I was like, what do I do with this little crust? And I had put that Colgate on the toothbrush. Beautiful. Like in the commercial, you know, that little oh, swoop. Yeah, swoop. I had that swoop, son. And I had the swoop almost act like a little yeah, spoon. That little swoop, swoop yeah. Scoop. Excuse that little scoop, right? You might need a little scoop. <laughs> so I put that, I put that honey mustard, I put that honey mustard, I put that blue chew on there, honey mustard. Son, gutted that Colgate. <laughs> gang, gang, bro. It's not even a bang, 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 gang, gang, Akash. It's not even a game, dude. It's not even a fucking. I need blue chew. You be hogging it all. Yo, my bad, son. You're right, son. I'm going to give you some chew. My no, bad. That's on me. You. That's on me. That's Appreciate my bad. You. you need one, too? No. Uh, shout out to the asshole who came up to me at one of my gigs, pulled out a blue shoe, and was like, yo, bro, you down for it right now? I was like, I was really hoping he wasn't trying to fuck me. Wait a minute. <laughs> he came, he asked That's you right. if you he came up to me. share a blue chew. He wanted to share a blue chew with me. It's like gay ecstasy. Apparently. Just offering you But pills. shout out to him. Was he gay? Or was he I straight? I think he was mad lit. He was very drunk. And he was like, he was just trying to relate, connect with you. He didn't realize how awkward that that yeah. that way. Just, that's yo, fine. In the future, son, just throw an asshole up. Chuck the asshole up. Which that's I appreciate all that you need too, to do, bro. Because sharing blue chew with your boy, that's a little bit odd. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what y'all gonna do when that happens. Son, I don't know. Eddie got proposition. Just now. He <laughs> don't even know it. So. I didn't think you My were a good DJ until right now. Yep. Like when a motherfucker comes up to you, when your DJ is so nice. That a guy doesn't want to just give you regular dick. <laughs> he wants to chew you out, bro. You know how nice you got to be a DJ, bro. What did we say your DJ name was? DJ Obese. No, 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 no. What did we say your DJ name was? I don't know. Stay in my lane. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. We were doing that shit. We be bullying Eddie, bro. I love you though. <laughs> All right, son. Real talk. Blue Chew. Dot com, okay? You go to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com. You use the offer code flagrant, okay? You're going to get it free. Free sample. You pay $5 shipping. Free. Best bonus of your fucking life. Show your girl the night of her life. Impress a girl you haven't slept with. Come through with the fucking hammer. I'm not playing around. We've been killing it with this partnership. The asshole army and Blue Chew has had a partnership, and we've been fucking murdering it. So go out there. Go chew somebody out. If you're a girl, get your man to chew you out. You deserve it. You part of the asshole army. You keeping it tight. Let him make it loose. Simple as that. Simple as that. Get out there. Live your best life. Bluetooth.com. Offer code flagrant. Make it happen. Let's get back to the show. Yo, uh, we got some shows coming up. Akash, 
why don't you start it up? Yo, talk to the people. First of all, this Thursday, that's two days from today, me and my homies, the Brownish Comics, are at New York Comedy Club on 85 East 4th Street, 8 p.m. show. Come through. It's hysterical. Also, I'm going to be on tour, the big Desi Energy Tour, BDE in the building. Uh, we're going to Houston, uh, September 6th, the Secret Group at 8 p.m., uh, September 7th, we're in Austin at the Fallout Theater at 7. We're back there the next day at 8.30. September 13th, we have two shows at Piano Fight in San Francisco, 8 o'clock and 10.30. The 19th, I'm in L.A. at the Comedy Store Belly Room. They have apparently switched their ticket service, so no matter how much I harass them, they aren't putting their tickets online, but we're going to figure this out. Uh, the 20th, we're in Portland at Curious Comedy at 7.30 p.m. October 11th, Minneapolis, Sisyphus Brewing, two shows, 8 and 10.30. Come through. I'm nice. Get there, son. He's nice, yo. Don't play around. Fuck with your boy Akash, all right? Um, guys, uh, surprise pop-up show uh, oh, today. Shit. This is coming up today at New York Comedy Club, Schultz and Friends. Um, come by tomorrow. What Do you, you want to come? You, you do anything tomorrow? I got a few shows. You're in your comedy club what time? Uh, 9.15 is the she time of the show. put me on that show. Where at? Um... New York Comedy Club? Which one? Oh, uh, Gramercy. I might be there anyway. I got like an 840 spot there. I, no, yeah, no, that's the, that's the show before. Okay, I'll yeah, come yeah. to um, So, you're... Okay, so, um, so yeah, that's that's going to happen. That's surprise show. Usually I don't talk about the shows I'm doing in the city unless it's like a big headline show, but there might be some tickets left for this one. If you hear this in the morning and you're in New York City and you want to pull up, pull up. Holla at your boys. Um... It's going to be a fun lineup. Very fun lineup. Then uh, we got Washington, D.C. this Thursday through Sunday. We added uh, another show Thursday night. It's been crazy, man. Six shows sold out. We added a seventh show Thursday night. That looks like that's going to sell out soon. So get there real quick. Get those tickets. D.C. Improv. Then Chicago. Early show sold out. We're doing a late show uh, as well. Thalia Hall Theater. Beautiful theater. We got a few tickets left for that. Go get that one. Sell that real quick. Moscow. And then we got um, Australia, man. The Australia show. Sydney. The Sydney show's. Sold out, so we started releasing more tickets. Turns out the venue has more tickets, uh, more seats available, so they added some seats to it. Um, thank you all so much, man. They didn't even expect you guys to sell it out, so we added those seats. Those tickets are available right now on the uh, theandrewschultz.com website. Links for that. And then we're going to be in Adelaide, Perth, Brisbane, uh, Sydney, Melbourne. Uh, go check that out, man. Get those shows. And then there are more shows at theandrewschultz.com. Very excited about some new cities that we added to the show list. Go check that out. We will see you soon. Peace. Let's get back to the show. Okay. Um, and shut the fuck up, dog. We're so funny. <laughs> all right. Yo, real talk. This is this is an interesting thing that happened to me this week. I ha I've had a very interesting, interesting week. Um, but when I was in Japan, I'm at this clothing store. And this dude in the clothing store, we're talking, I got some shit, and he was like, uh, you know, yo, I know some parties out here. He didn't say it like that. I don't know how he fucking said it, but he basically alluded to having some parties out here. He's like, let me find you on Instagram, and I'll do it. I go to type my name in Instagram, and nothing pops up. That's weird. I'm like, that's Every time that's happened, my name has popped up. It's weird, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a Japan thing, dog. Maybe it's just Japan. I scroll down further after typing my whole name in it, and then when I type my name with a space, Andrew Space Schultz, I don't pop up at all. I'm like, what the fuck? All these other people named Andrew Schultz, 
Andrew Schultz spelled wrong. Andrew Schultz spelled with an E at the end. All these different types of Andrew Schultz, but my name don't pop up. I'm verified. I got 300,000 followers or whatever. I'm like, this is weird. I type my actual name, my uh, whatever, Instagram name, my name. That shit pops up, right? But it pops up below the scroll. Yeah. Right? So if you go on Instagram, you A window type, of names pops up, and you got to scroll down on the window to find you. Yes. Yeah. Right below it. I'm like, that's convenient. Yeah. That's convenient that my name doesn't pop up when you first put it, but you would have to scroll down to find it. Because who would ever scroll down? I was yeah. like, hmm, that's something weird. Then I got people starting to tell me that they can't find me on Instagram. I got people starting to tell me they can't add comments to my stories. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I ask about it, and apparently I got shadow banned. Shadow ban is Instagram's way of saying, hey, behave. You did something that apparently users didn't like, so we're going to punish you. You've been a bad boy. Right? People like when you tow the company line. Now, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say that this is related... (laughs) All I'm saying is I find it convenient that the week that the week that like you know the most famous rapper is DMing me, the week that Kevin Hart repeats the Eddie Murphy take I had about the pay-per-view verbatim. Verbatim. And he didn't say it as if it was his. He was like someone was saying Oh, he said that? Yeah, he's okay, like someone was God. saying someone was saying I love Eddie Kev, Murphy. I would hate if no, 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 no. He okay. he he said someone. He didn't know who I was, but that's fine. But, like, I find it coincidental that the second I start reaching the top of the biz, I get a little spanking. Because motherfuckers are on Instagram every single day shouting hate speech, lying fucking crosses on fire, doing racist shit, alt-right shit, anti-Semitic shit. Like, people just screaming that through the rooftops. Wiling. Wiling, right? Pushing, fighting women. You know what I mean? Like, there's crazy shit on Instagram every single day. Not shadow, man. But all of a sudden, I'm shadow man. And I think it is a combination of an opinion that they might not like and influence. Mm-hmm. They'll let uninfluential people say whatever. Yeah. You start to show some influence, and they're like, ooh, we got quiet that shit. Yo, be careful. Chill the fuck out. I go, okay. That's fine. Hopefully, the shadow man gets lifted. If y'all know anything, how to do it. Someone said it might take a couple weeks. I don't know. If you guys know anything about it, please let me know. It'd be nice to get rid of it. That being said, I, I Instagram about it. You guys had my back. Everybody was reposting stories, this kind of shit. I might be the only person that during the shadow man increased followers. All of a sudden, I start to realize this is not the first time it's going to happen. I've been waiting for this. Mm. Eventually, we're going to reach a certain <clears throat> level of, of notoriety or influence where they're going to try to clip our wings. Right. And the only way to navigate that, the only way where we can maintain the flagrancy and maintain our our real estate in this market and what we're doing is if we have direct connection to you guys listening to the podcast. has to be direct. So I hit up Akash. I'm like, Akash, we need to get an email list going right now. Akash sets up this email list. You can get the link for it on the, the Twitter, the Flagrant 2 Army Twitter. It's Flagrant 2 Army or our Flagrant 2 Instagram. It will be in both of the bios right yeah. there. We'll also both tweet it out and Instagram story it. But basically, the only way to protect the relationship we has have is if we have direct connection. Because at any point in time, Instagram could be like, bye, Schultz. 
Bye, Akash. Bye. Yeah. Flagrant 2. At any point in time, Apple or one of these companies could say, oh, you can't do that podcast anymore. You guys say such wild shit. We are at their mercy right now. And the only way that we can maintain the relationship and what we have going is if we have direct connection. This is not for us can to- Can I say something else? Please go. A thought that yeah. scared me of the guy who was homeless eight months ago before yeah. we started it. Patreon could say- Immediately. Hate speech. You're done. You're done. In a second. Deplatformed. Deplatformed. Because they've done it to other people. Yeah. And they're doing it to me for jokes. Think about that. I don't do political shit on Instagram. If you look at my Instagram, it's only jokes. Yeah. I understand deplatforming a motherfucker because they're like truly trying to put a, like a hateful candidate in office or a hateful agenda out there. I have jokes. Yeah. We're talking about deplatforming. We're not deplatforming, but a shadow ban because of comedy. Literally everything we're fighting against. So the only way that we can protect ourselves from these things is set up these email lists. You guys, give us your email. We're not trying to inundate you with fucking emails. The last thing we want to do is even send you emails. We just want to have a situation where we can connect with you guys. God forbid we get taken off. We can shoot an email to everybody be like, yo, we just got taken off this. We started up another account. Go listen to the podcast right here. We want to be <clears> able <throat> to connect with you if... God forbid something fucked up happens, and then immediately we can shift over. How powerful would that would that be if the entire asshole army could shift to another platform in a fucking day? That's yeah. some shit they can never take away from us. That's leverage. That's the game. Right. So do us uh, a favor. Do yourselves a favor if you want to continue this. Go connect to uh, those email lists. Give us your email. Sign the fuck up so we have some protection in this uh, very scary age where literally your entire platform could be taken away from you in a fucking heartbeat because we gotta we have to maintain the level of flagrancy that we fuck with all the time or else it ain't fun for us and the only way we can maintain that is knowing that they can't chop our heads off at any point in time right simple as that so go do that um okay i think now we could we should have a conversation with another um uh, person that's been shadow banned another person that um, I find absolutely hilarious. Another person with insider information on this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. We're going to call my man Tim Dillon. I'm going to pass his phone over to Eden. His number is, you see that on the call log right there. And um, we're going to have Tim explain to us exactly what the fuck is going on with this Epstein quote-unquote suicide. I, I, I think this is the first time in history where universally... People are starting to subscribe to a conspiracy theory as a real yeah. entity. Yeah. Universally. Yeah. Where the conspiracy makes more sense than the story. Y yes. Conspiracy is mainstream. Yes. So is it even a conspiracy? That's a good hey, point. Hey, Andrew. Yo, Tim. Well, looks like the CIA has gotten involved <laughs> and shut us down immediately. There it is. Hold on. Let's see what we got. We got you, Tim? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, buddy. It's all good. Guys, everybody, this is Tim Dillon. You? Tim Dillon, hilarious comic, amazing uh, podcast. Tim Dillon. Now, is it the Tim Dillon Show or is it Tim Dillon Goes to Hell? Tim Dillon Show. Okay, Tim you've changed Dillon the show. name. You've changed the name. Yeah. Uh, hilarious podcast. Tim, Tim has had quite the week because you've been somebody that's been very vocal about... Um, the Clintons' involvement in fucking underage girls. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a conspiracy guy. I uh, I I'm, I'm plugged in. 
probably to an unhealthy degree to what's going on. Right. But, uh, you know, Saturday morning, I think, was my, you know, Christmas when uh, Santa Claus, <laughs> uh, who looked a lot like Hillary Clinton, came down the <laughs> chimney. And, uh, and the chimney was the air vent of a jail cell in the Metropolitan Detention Center in Lower Manhattan. And uh, she came in and had the milk and cookies and then strung that motherfucker up and uh, and uh, kill no it's 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 a story that I've been following for a very long time and you 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 say to yourself when a guy like this gets caught you go there's no way they're going to let this go to trial they got to kill him right and then he gets killed and then you know you're like this is it I'm right you know I've been proven right now Give us some backstory on Epstein and this whole situation because I think people are still trying to wrap their heads around what this is, why people want him dead. Yeah, I for one know yeah. next to nothing about the whole Epstein thing. So, yeah, Akash is a perfect example, I think, of a lot of people out there that truly just don't know much about the story. They're just like, okay, a guy well, was a pedophile and then he got one, killed. Pedophilia is white people shit. This is white shit, you know? <laughs> Let's get real. Yeah. In his culture, um, they call it marriage. <laughs> yeah, right. In your culture, this is not even a big deal. You don't have to go to an island. You just go right to the church or the temple or whatever. Son, you freed a nation like this. <laughs> yeah, God bless you. Um, Yo, that's all Epstein, Epstein was Epstein, trying to do is yeah. free the Bahamas. <laughs> that's all he wanted to do. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein is a very wealthy guy. He is a uh, resident of Manhattan. He um, acquired his money in a very interesting, shady way. Um, basically, this guy that owned Victoria's Secret, named Les, Les Wexner. Wexner. Yeah. He's the owner of Victoria's Secret. Gave Jeffrey Epstein a lot of his money to manage because he said, you know, him and Epstein met. He seemed to like Epstein. And he gave him a lot of money, including a townhouse in New York City worth about $70 million that Epstein lived, that lived in, okay? A little, so a little Wexner, suspicious, right? A little bit, you think? Yeah. I mean, listen, this has got to be a real good friend to be giving somebody a $70 million townhouse. Uh, so, that, so immediately you think, like, what are those two guys bonding over, right? Like, what are they, what are they both into? Sports? Probably not. <laughs> so... He meets Epstein. They, they, you know, they start to make a lot of money. Epstein also has this island in the in the Virgin Islands called Little St. James, which is he owns a, It's a private island where he has a mansion, a pool, a temple on the island, or a building that looks like a temple. And you know, Jeffrey Epstein uh, invited people to this island. He was a, a socialite. He threw lavish parties, and at these parties. He had underage girls um, performing sexual acts on wealthy, powerful people. And I don't mean like wealthy people like they own a BMW. I mean like billionaires, ex-presidents, prime ministers. These were all in Jeffrey Epstein's orbit. And Jeffrey Epstein met all of those people because he had a friend named Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell is a, is a U.K., socialite whose father was a media mogul. He owned newspapers like, like uh, Rupert Murdoch. He was the you know? Rupert Murdoch of the UK before Rupert Murdoch. Correct. So he owns, and he was also an asset of Israeli intelligence. 
widely believed. There's books written about this. Seymour Hirsch, who's a great journalist, wrote a book right. where they say, you know, Robert Maxwell is an asset of the Mossad. So for people that don't understand what that is, basically, when you have a spy agency like the Mossad or the CIA, they need people to help them. Okay? These people don't necessarily work at the CIA, but they are useful for the CIA. They can provide the Mossad with information. They can put information in their newspapers that the Mossad might think is beneficial for Israel or whatever. So they usually like to have powerful people as their assets, as people that they can use as a way to disseminate information or collect information because that's what these agencies basically do. Okay. Now, now Tim, so his daughter. Yeah. How yeah. do you now? How would an agency get powerful people like that to do their bidding? Well, great question. And how they do that in many cases is they compromise or blackmail those people. Oh. So that's what agents do. A spy. The job of a spy is to get information, and the the job of. Uh, uh, a, a spy that's in the field, let's say. You're, you're, you're a field agent. You're out there. You're trying to recruit people to give you information. You have to have leverage over them. Mm. Otherwise, why well, would they give yourself. you information? Right. So one of, the, one of the ways that they've been doing that is sexual blackmail. Setting you up in what's often called like a honeypot. Right. Where you that's go, what the Russians maybe use. Yes. Maybe you're cheating on your wife. Maybe you're cheating on your wife with uh, a prostitute who's a male or transgender or underage. Whatever the case is, they allow these things to happen. They organize these um, things and then they get, um, you know, recording equipment, video equipment. And, you know, Jeffrey Epstein in his house in Manhattan, they found two way mirrors, recording equipment, video equipment. Probably, um, probably so all coincidence, is, right? Probably all coincidence that right. he was gifted, sure. yeah, he gifted a seventy million dollar townhouse that just happened right. to have CIA level recording equipment. Probably coincidence, yeah. but but uh, okay. Right. So, so basically, if it, and listen, if you are having sex with somebody who's underage, and there's proof of that, you are now owned. You're owned. So the reality is, you give whatever information that is that is required of you. You do what you do the bidding of whoever has that information. Whoever now, has that tape. Now Tim owns you. Now Tim, yeah. being owned yeah. isn't all bad because sometimes being owned allows you to rise to power because you have the backing of these very powerful owners, right? Because they know you'll Absolutely. do what they want. And and these They'll know, yeah. these exactly like Akash said, why would you let somebody get power and influence? if you didn't control them. Right. And I, and this has been going on forever. And by the way, this wasn't even the CIA and the Mossad and MI6, all these intelligence agencies, they actually didn't pioneer this technique. It was pioneered by the mafia. Right. So organized crime has been doing this stuff for a lot longer, probably than, than the CIA where, you know, so the reality is a lot of the stuff that intelligence agencies do is borrowed from the mob. Right. Because it's an effective form of blackmail, and who wants to be, who wants to be exposed, yeah. and especially when the cost of not being exposed, when the cost of not being exposed is quite low. Hey, do you want to be president right. one day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll help you do that. And here's, and here's the other thing. So the people are like, 
people listening might be like, well, why does the CIA care? Why does the CIA go into all these trouble to, to get information, this, that, and the other thing? Um, here's one of the reasons. The CIA is not only an organization that is, you know, spying on other countries to make sure that they're not trying to do us harm, okay? The CIA, for a very long time, has been in, in bed with big money, major corporations. They want certain political realities, okay? Right. And if you're a billionaire, you are not going to trust that the Congress or the Senate is going to necessarily do the right thing by you. And if they do the wrong thing by you, they're going to lose you billions of dollars, which is no good. So what you do is you try to basically fix the game as much as you can. You try to buy all the politicians you can by donating to their campaign. And when that fails, organizations like the CIA uh, help you control those people to the degree that they can. It's been going on for a very long time. And, and that is why you have uh, the Central Intelligence Agency or the Mossad or MI6 or, or French intelligence, whoever these people are, they are doing the bidding of very wealthy, powerful people. And that is why uh, they're, they're basically allowing some of this really heinous behavior to go on, like the abuse of underage women and men. So- so my my understanding, and maybe this is a conspiracy theory, but do you guys remember when um, those pictures of Mike Pence when he was younger in a gay bar popped up? No. Uh, I've heard something about that. I didn't see them, but... And people were like, oh, it was Photoshopped, it was Photoshopped, or whatever. Now, regardless if it's Photoshopped or not, there's a perfect example when you're sitting there, you're like, how the fuck does a guy like Mike Pence end up becoming vice president of the United mm-hmm. States of America? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Right. Oh, you did you show the picture? Yeah. So, so it's like I'll tell you how he gets that. It's you have this yeah. you have this wild card Trump that's running for president. So you need somebody close that can kind of have some. You can have some doorway to Trump in some way. Well, so you I get don't Pence believe Mike that. Pence ever had no fucking six pack like that. Damn, no, I can see it. <laughs> you think Mike Pence, <laughs> yeah. Pence had a body like that, yeah. bro? He bikes, bro. So He's on the bike. Look, look at that. Yeah. I mean, the, you look at if you if, if you look at Bill Clinton, who was the governor of Arkansas, and then became the president. You're like, Arkansas is a state with what four million people? Like, who gives? So, you know. So there's a perfect um, example, right, Tim? I was talking to my buddy, yeah. right? The first that when you talk to people who do not believe in conspiracies at all, the first thing they'll say about this Epstein thing is they'll be like, "Why would a billionaire or why would a, a super successful person?" a billionaire, et cetera, go to this island and not assume that they were going to be honey-potted or trapped, right? And I think that, and basically what I thought of is they're not, Epstein and them are not trapping the elite. They're trapping the governor. No, they are. The elite, listen, the elite traps, the the, the elite know it's never going to come out. Here's the thing. The elite know that they're potentially being trapped, but it's mutually assured destruction, meaning that everybody, including Epstein, is is is, is trapped. Everybody has information that can right. get released. Right. So, so right. what happens? Nobody gets released. Right. What, what, you I'm, know? what I'm saying, what I'm saying with a guy like with a guy like, uh, for example, Clinton and that kind of shit. Clinton is going there before he's the president, right? No. 
He's going there as an ex-president. No, 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 no. Listen, they are all of these guys are being blacked. They, they could have information on Trump. Like it, it is very possible Trump. There's some information that somebody has on Trump. Like, it, listen, all of these guys. But, but here's the deal: the information never comes out as long as everybody plays along. Why? Because they run the world. Jeffrey Epstein's dead. So it doesn't matter. It's like there is no justice. There is no day in court. There is no comeuppance. None of it. Like, so yeah, these people know. And by the way, some of them don't know that they're being, but they're not, they probably aren't shocked to know that there's recordings and videos of, of the things they've done. But they know as long as they keep doing what they're doing, that information is never going to. So if you're somebody who's going to fuck an underage kid. Right you're going to expect that that's going to come with some hazards, right? So if you engage in any type of risky behavior, there are workplace hazards. If you do drugs, you know that you could OD. If you drive fast, you right. crash. If you fuck kids on an island, you know somebody might find out you're doing it and hold it over your head. But you want to fuck the kids. You want to do the drugs. You want to drive the Ferrari. Successful people, a lot of them have very deviant sexual appetites. And bro, it's impulsive. They might be like, yeah, I shouldn't fuck this kid because I'm probably going to regret it. But they're, they're, they act on impulse. These people are on the spectrum of sociopaths in many right. cases. And, and what happens? Does it ever come out? Not really. Look how close it got. This guy was in a maximum security prison in lower Manhattan a few weeks away from his trial or months away from his trial. And he was on suicide watch. It took him off suicide watch. They move a few hours before he dies. They move his roommate out and they either allow him to commit suicide or kill him. Either one doesn't really matter. But guess what? There is no fucking testimony. Nobody's getting nobody's getting anything. So what happens? No consequence. So what happens? What what do you think happens next? Um, you know, I hate to be cynical, but uh, be cynical, you know, Football starts. We all start to lose interest. The ball comes around. You know, I mean, no one's going to care. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein was the only person named in the indictment. They're not going to indict just Lane Maxwell. She's a British citizen. She's intelligent. I mean, you got to remember, this is not the first time Epstein was arrested. Right. He was arrested for molesting a 14-year-old. It was covered up. Uh, Alexander Acosta, who was the Secretary of Labor under Trump, who just stepped down, arranged the plea deal for Epstein, where Epstein served like basically a year in a, a minimum security prison in Florida and was allowed to go home five days a week and, you know, probably look at child porn or whatever he's doing. He could go home to work, quote unquote, work five days a week. This was the deal he got. And he didn't have to uh, inform on any of his co-conspirators. And they, but then people at the Miami Herald, certain reporters, they started kicking up interest in the story. Some of the victims were like, listen, we were never informed of this agreement. We never would have went along with it. So he was rearrested. And then he was, you know, he could have informed on very powerful people. We're talking about prime ministers of countries, ex-presidents, billionaires. These people can get any, And when they killed him or allowed him to kill himself, what they're really sending the message, they're saying, this, we will never, ever, ever allow this information to get out. And, and here's why. Because if you realize that there's elements of the government that are depraved enough to allow the abuse of children to continue so that they can get information, 
then every single conspiracy theory immediately comes believable. Mm. Then you look at 9-11. Then you look at everything. Because you go, if they're going to let them fuck kids on an island, what aren't they willing to do? Wow. Mm. Wow. It's, so it's bigger That's, than just this. Yeah. It's bigger it's than... It's so much bigger than this, dude. It is, it is the key that will unlock everything, and it will make people question everything, and then everyone will go, wait a minute. If they're willing to do that, there's nothing they're not willing to do. We're all being lied to on a daily basis all the fucking time. Why are we at war in five, seven countries? You know, let's let's investigate all of these things. Boston bombing, nine, like, who are these people? And, and who's running us? Who's ruling us? And, and, and they don't want that to happen. So and in order the, for that not to happen, they stack bodies. They got to stack bodies. The illusion of democracy and freedom goes away if this comes out. I think this is the biggest deal of anything uh, coming out because it, it's the most heinous thing you can imagine. The abuse of children to most people, even cynical people, even people that think politicians suck and they're all bought, but the systemic, by the way, not random, the systemic abuse of children torture of children, because that's what you're doing when you make somebody have sex over and over with somebody they don't want to. The fact that anyone would go, the, the fact that people that were presidents, the fact that people that were prime ministers would participate in that, or even at the very best, I mean, the very best case, know it's happening and do nothing, uh, that would shake us to the core. Do you think the, that uh, Bill Clinton fucked those girls? I mean, do, do I think Bill Clinton's asking for ID? Uh, probably not. And do, do I think that Bill Clinton, I mean, has been credibly accused of rape. He's a sexual deviant. I mean, this is a guy that his entire career has been, um, you know, uh, sidelined by complaints from women that he harassed them. And you got to remember, the Clintons tried to destroy these women that uh, told, you know, authorities about Bill told the press about Bill, Kathleen Willie, Jennifer Flat, like the Clintons had an organized, dedicated campaign to destroy the lives of these women so that they were turned into national mockeries that could never work again. I mean, these are not people that have any problem with destroying people. Do you who think get in their way? You think the Clintons got some bodies? Yeah, but I don't think it's the Clintons. I think the Clintons work for people. The Clintons are functioning. The Bushes are functioning. This is what really fucks people up that are into conspiracies. They don't really get this. The Clintons and the Bushes are the servants. They're the public face. The real people behind them, billionaire families, the Bronxmans, people that nobody, the DuPonts, people that no one's ever fucking barely heard of. These are the people that pull the major strings. They decide if the Bushes and the Clintons have the resources to run in these races, these are the people that are really calling the shots. And the Bill and Hillary's, you know, George Bush and George H.W. Bush and his son, these are people that are, they're wealthy, but they're not nearly as wealthy. you got to remember, the Bushes are not as old money as some of the other families that they represent. The Bushes started making money in the early 1900s. We're talking about people that have been wealthy for centuries and centuries. Do they hide their money? Is there a reason we don't hear the DuPonts on the world's wealthiest list or whatever? We hear Bill Gates. We hear mm. Jeff Bezos. You would think they would be the ones well, pulling crazy strings. 
Hmm. Well, there's a lot of hidden money out there. There's a lot of um, I guess I'm asking families. to feed into yeah. the conspiracy theory. Are they basically hiding their money because they don't want that publicity? Uh. And saying like, look, I don't want to be one of the richest people. I don't yeah, want I mean, to be I, known I as that. I think you could find them. I think you could find them on a lot of those lists. I think there's a lot of intermarriage, so names might have been changed. But, I mean, when you talk about conspiracy theories, none of that's conspiratorial. I mean, the idea that, like, they choose who runs the country is not really a conspiracy. I mean, go look at the donor lists of any of the major candidates who ever become president. They're they're all there. I mean, it's so pretty who all did, verifiable. Who did Obama work for? Everyone. I mean, every single family I mentioned. I mean, Barack Obama was, you know— you know, a great friend to Wall Street, a great friend to the military-industrial complex. We were in seven wars. We knocked over Libya. We were in Syria. Um, you know, Obama was, uh, you know, torturing Chelsea Manning. He was prosecuting whistleblowers. He had the CIA running an illegal drone war, you know, dropping fucking bombs on Akash's family. I mean, <laughs> this is really... I mean, Akash's cousin is playing soccer, and he looks up in the sky, he sees a flying death machine... You know, but no one cares because Obama went on Ellen and danced. They're so actually cool. my family's enemies, just so you know. Uh, just want to point of clarification. That's it. I mean, that's listen. You're all the same <laughs> to me, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a white guy from Long Island. There's only so much I can understand. You know, <laughs> he believes in conspiracy, but not Indian and Pakistani differences. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in I don't believe in differences in brown. <laughs> <laughs> bro it's just so crazy so you think nothing ends up happening we all forget about it and the world goes back to run, being run as it is dude i gotta be honest i'm already tired of talking about it. really <laughs> well here's the thing you start to realize people that get into conspiracies in the beginning think it's like a hit show that has a series finale and that series finale is going to have all the things they want to wow, happen. That's really good. And, so it's lost. But what it really is, it's, they think it's lost. Here's what it really is. It's a soap opera that goes on for 20 years and you age out of watching. Mm, you give up. You don't care that's anymore. So good. You just go, you know, my grandmother used to watch general hospital every single day. And then eventually she was like, Oh, it's the same storyline over and over. It's a loop. You got to realize dude, the news is on loop right now. Have you ever gone to see a movie, and before the movie, you have all the ads play, and then they're on a loop, you know, you get back to the first ad, and then it, that's the news right now. It's like school shooting, celebrity does something culturally insensitive, um, Trump says something racist, shooting in Walmart, back to a celebrity, back to some picture of har- horrible ice, potentially. Like, the news for the last 24 months has been one big loop. Yeah, even if we did find out, what could we actually do? That's my question. That's what part of why do? I don't care. That's so. If we what find- are you really going to do? I mean, listen, the people that design this system, man, God, they did it. Like the guy, James Angleton, super spy, when they started the CIA, as he was on his deathbed, Angleton had been in the rooms with Alan Dulles, all the guys that had started the you know, CIA, National Security State, and Angleton had a great quote. He said, listen, if you were in that room, when we started this thing, he goes, you would be in a room with people you were surely convinced would end up in hell. And then he took a drink of whiskey and he goes, and now I'm going to join them there shortly. Hmm. They know. They know what they've, what they've been a party to. What are your thoughts on Kissinger? 
Um, you know, Henry Kissinger's a war criminal. He's uh, somebody who's, you know, I mean, you know, Kissinger, Vietnam, I mean, Kiss Cambodia, I mean, Kissinger is a very well-connected, you know, master of the universe type of guy who, you know, has really no problem with, with uh, genocide. Is he the architect of the modern world? I think Alan Dulles is the architect of the modern world. If I had to put it on one, one guy, I'd say Alan Dulles. Really? Alan Dulles. Yeah, Alan Dulles was a guy who made the CIA, and I usually don't subscribe to the what they call the great man theory of history, meaning we put it all on one guy. Right. But I would say that Alan Dulles was an incredibly effective operator. He was the first uh, head of the Central Intelligence Agency. He determined what that agency was going to be. He determined the power and the scope of it. And Eisenhower warned. Eisenhower warned about the military-industrial complex. Eisenhower warned about the CIA. You know, we just had World War II. We just fought Nazis. Eisenhower was like, we shouldn't be doing this. Kennedy warned about it in that big secret society speech. Kennedy ended up dead. Um, and Alan Dulles, to me, is a guy that really designed uh, that agency to be a secret government, not only just a spy agency, but an effective double government operating um, against the interests and the will of the American people. And it's been doing that for a very long time. Against the will because it feeds the billionaires, basically, or it helps the billionaires? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody has an interest uh, in a lot of what they do. I mean, this is to help a very small segment of the population that own defense contract, you know, defense contractors, right. arms dealers. The average person are, doesn't want to be at war in Afghanistan or doesn't benefit no, from that the, in any way. The average person gets on a plane that ends up being flown into a building. You know, uh, the average person is a victim of these crimes to an extent. Right. Right. I mean, the, the terrorism that we got to deal can't with can't afford health care, yeah. can't put their kids through school because we've, you know, waged all these wars on a credit card and we've saddled the average person with an insane amount of debt. But very wealthy, well connected people are doing great. How do we how do we stop it, bro? How do we fight the system, Tim? I when, mean, so this is when it gets both, a little bleak. We're both shadow this banned. Is when it gets what are bleak. we What are we going to do if we can't populate I mean, on the explore page? Should, by the way, you think you're shadow banned? Wait till this podcast comes out. You'll be, you know. Um, <laughs> there, here's the reality. The only thing that would stop this, I truly believe, is some type of massive event that wakes people up and then the good people in these agencies, like the good people, the CIA, the FBI, because there are good people in those agencies will have to wrest control from the dark forces, from right. the bad people. Right. And I mean, that's a question of human nature. Like what would inspire that man? You're talking that's philosophical and that's a hard question to answer, but it would have to be some massive shift in consciousness. Well, let's hope this podcast is the catalyst for that, Tim. I think so. I, think, I mean, I'm confident. I think we could change the world. Um, Tim, I love you. Thank you so much for taking time Thanks, out of your busy you schedule. It's, no, thank, thank you, guys. Tim, give us your socials. Give us everything one more time so they could go follow up. Tim J. Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N on Instagram and Twitter. 
Tim Dillon Show on YouTube. If you want to subscribe, we're also on Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're out every week. Full Force, it's a very funny show. And every now and then we talk about, uh, you know, some conspiracies. Go check out Tim's Instagram. He's got some hilarious videos that he does, these rants. I mean, right when the Jeffrey Epstein thing first hit, Tim dressed up as a schoolgirl and twerked outside of Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan mansion. I don't know how you didn't get arrested for that shit. And here's the deal. That's probably why he killed himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. I love you, man. All right. Love you, too. Later, buddy. Peace. Um, Wild shit. It's wild. It's wild. I don't... uh... I don't get too invested because, like I said, I don't. Part of me doesn't want to believe it because even if it's true, what can we do? Um, I think that you have a good perspective on that in that regard because it's like, ugh, it's like scary to admit that sometimes. But if like if the problem is so massive and there's nothing that you can do about it, does it really help to just worry about it? Yeah, and I think the idea that like your vote matters—that's like real cute, but yeah. like it don't. So why invest? Like, my girl cares about politics. She fucking cares. And I'm like, yo, this makes no difference. These are sociopaths. Right. They're going to do what they want. Right. I don't know that I get nearly as deep down the rabbit hole as some people, but like, yeah, there's definitely some ill shit going on, and you're not going to stop it. Right. Turn off CNN. Put on SportsCenter. It's fun. (laughs) It is fun. At least I enjoy the distraction. Yeah. Give yourself some joy. Turn on Flagrant 2. Listen to some offensive jokes. Yes. Just tune out. I I barely knew anything about Epstein anything yeah and even little shit he was saying i was writing down i was gonna read it and then as i was writing i was like what's the end of me learning about alan dulles yeah i'm gonna become like fucking tim torturing myself (laughs) this guy's not happy (laughs) he can't even button his polos (laughs) (laughs) yeah man it is um yeah it is interesting him saying that you just kind of grow out of the conspiracies that was a fucking great way to put it yeah soap opera it is that It's like, and maybe it is. It's just a thing that people are bored. They need something to distract themselves with. And it's like, okay, I'll do this conspiracy theory. And then, you know, maybe when your career starts to, you know, pop off, maybe, you know, Tim's killing it right now. Maybe he's going to start leaving the conspiracy He's another Rogan bump guy, right? Yeah, dude, Rogan. He did Rogan and just fucking. He's always so fucking funny, Tim, man. Yeah, dude, he's great. No, he's he's, he's fucking great. But, um, all right, listen, we've gone a long time without even discussing sports, guys. What are we at Uh, time-wise? Because we start almost two. Oh, that's it? No. No. Oh, then if anything more so like almost two hours. It is about almost two hours. See how those are very different? See how you those you gave me a thirty I can't minute count, obviously. window of I'm too caught up deviation. in the Shut the fuck up theory. talking in the mic, dog. You haven't uh, earned grabbing the mic yet. Dog, we're yes, son. That's Alex grabbing the mic. <laughs> wow. So we are being harsh on you. You gotta <laughs> come fine. back or else I'm not gonna It's been feel... a whole week of it. So that I missed. Oh, you missed you missed us being here? Of course. Damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got you. Damn, son. We gotta teach Eden how to snap back. I know. What's a good what's your go to technique when it comes to snapping back? I don't know. I think you just got a rapid fire. You so whatever comes, you just, just go, go right at him. Just go. Don't overthink it. Just go. All right. You gotta not overthink. You just go. Okay? We're gonna practice. Ready? It listen, you can't lose here. It's just not overthink, just go. Ready? You're fat. I'm what? Oh my God. <laughs> I can't hear you talking with my dick in your mouth. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> that 
That was good. That's All a Bronx right. response. That was bro. good. That's hilarious that out of the two of us, I'm the one that has something in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, not Akash. He's starving his ass off. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That shirt don't fit me, but definitely don't fit you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Eddie coming with the heat. That's all I got. And it came with the heat, bro. Oh, shit. God damn, man. We're proud of you. That was good, man. Anyway. <laughs> now we we instilled some confidence in this Beyonce bodied. Be- <laughs> what is beehive oh, body? Disrespect Beyonce like that. <laughs> no. I meant beehive. I said Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Antonio we got Brown, dog. Son, Antonio motherfucking Brown. This guy's wildin'. He really is wildin', Dude, Prima bro. Donna wide receivers are not worth it. Yo. All right, put me up on this because I didn't hear it. So what Antonio happened? Brown uses a helmet called the Shut Air Advantage. It's over 10 years old, and there was some rule passed in the league last year that said we have to use helmets that are approved by some committee. It's probably a bullshit committee, but you have to use helmets that are approved by them. This helmet is too old to be approved by them. It's not going to meet with their standards. They let him play, him or Tom Brady, maybe both, play on outdated models last year. This year they have to switch. And Antonio Brown now has backtracked, but he was saying, I will retire if you don't let me wear this helmet. And then he tried to appeal. The appeal got denied, and then he had a tweet like, hey, guys, it's... uh." You know, I'm going to be there at camp. This is a sad ruling, but whatever. But it's like, yo, we don't even fucking need this, man. (laughs) Just shut up. Like, are you on your period? You're making a big deal about nothing right now. Just let this breathe. So what do you think this is about? Why do you think he's become such a diva? Does he feel scorned? Where is this all of a sudden we're seeing this side of Antonio Brown that we never saw in Pittsburgh? No, you saw it in Pittsburgh uh, starting a few years ago. Once he got really good, you started to see it. That's the reason he got shipped out of Pittsburgh. They gave him up for like a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. I thought that you just saw it this last year or two. Yeah, maybe last year or two. I think three years ago he got in trouble for fucking like Instagram live in the locker room after a win or something like that. And Is that that like, crazy? It's just like, yo, don't let anybody know our business. You don't need to know what I'm saying. Fair enough. He got in trouble for that. And it was always a lot of like attention-seeking. Fair enough. I don't know why, though. Guy got great teeth. Let those speak for you. you know he what does I mean? have exceptional They're teeth. fucking incredible. And he, he is an exceptional athlete, without a doubt, you could say. He was say. like a fifth or sixth round draft pick. So he was not. So he's Oh. A, he's a, I think once he got a taste of the attention, he wanted it. And then I don't know if he's a chip on his shoulder guy. But, like, he is a, he's not supposed to be this good. You know what I mean? He wasn't highly right. touted. He's not tall. He's not right. a complete physical freak. But, right. like, he's an NFL player, so he is, but not relative to the rest of them. Right. Randy so, Moss, I get. So not knowing too much about the story, like, he I, he comes across as just, like, a dumber version of Cap. He's like, oh, the NFL's trying to make me do something. I'm going to take the stand. And he was hoping, like, people got behind him. And he probably just got roasted. Like, why the fuck are you taking this yeah, big I don't even know if it was. Helmet? And he just backtracked super quickly. I don't know if he thought people would be on his side. Maybe he did. But, I mean, players can get really attached to their helmet for whatever. I mean, you're doing something at the highest level. Like, yeah. if you're doing a special and they give you a mic without a, 
cord, you might be like, yo. No, I want the cord, yeah. Exactly. But he definitely changed his helmet when he changed teams. Same model, though. Oh. Yeah, he's not talking about he wants to wear the Steelers helmet. No, no, I know that. Okay. But I'm saying, I thought they, I thought it's like his lucky helmet. They just repainted it or something. Nah, no, no, like they got different helmets, dog. They don't trade you and the helmet. Son, why is he so attached? Hey, you're going to the Raiders. Take your shoulder Yo, pads. I thought I'd never say this. Edin, can you take the microphone from Alex and then just say anything into it? That'd be great. His lucky helmet? Yeah, he's got lucky. one helmet for the whole thing. This is not Rudy. Son, why the fuck is he so attached to it he's so stupid that's such a stupid thing to be but attached it's like to. i don't know it fits a certain way it breathes your head breathes a certain way who knows at a certain point but like i was saying to andrew if they try to hand you a cordless mic at a show you're like whoa what the fuck is this i don't yeah. like this thing i don't do cordless it feels different it's not what i'm used to <laughs> i don't do cordless bro all right what happened in toronto uh what happened in montreal when you went in front of 30 uh, 15, people a bomb <laughs> <laughs> it was the court. <laughs> Should have had a court on that shit. Did Isn't we even show where you got the standing O? No, no, no. The standing O was at this gala shit. Oh, but... you left this part out. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Son, this shit was funny, bro. I did these these guys named Preach and Abba, uh, guys who were funny uh, guys from Montreal. They did this massive show at JFL. 15,000 people outside. Right. I mean, it was insane. Sea of people. They didn't say that there were going to be families there. <laughs> so, this was the funniest moment for me like out there this was the best so part. i went up and i and i started out with like a joke that was i knew that with that many people it had to be slow and obvious kind of punchline and like time in between couldn't be ranty mm -hmm. you know it was just like bump it up so i started out with that uh joke i used to do about the girls shave their legs yeah. armpits whatever mustache laugh boom yeah the next joke I go into the sharing a bed. <laughs> Alex already laughing. Yeah. Next joke I go into sharing a bed with a dude. Funny joke. Funny joke, but it's just straight cursing and talking about yeah. whatever like that. Apparently, families are just walking away with their kids. Yeah. Like their kids are there so, and they're just the, the moms. They were just so yeah. upset. Can and I say kids, something in Charles' like, defense though? Do not bring your child to the comedy show. Yeah, but I think it was supposed to be like a family friend. <laughs> why show. they book you? That's what That's I said. What That's what I said. That's on y'all. Y'all Yo, know what we'll I do. Y'all know what I do. So you're not booking Andrew Dice Clay to watch your kids. That's it. So all I was doing was looking at the band on stage because there was like a fucking ten piece band. As long as they were laughing, I was like, oh, I'm killing. <laughs> <laughs> Band was laughing. The front half people laughing. It's fifteen thousand people. You don't need to be. You make... should have gone straight, Bernie Mac. Oh, I ain't afraid of you, motherfucker. <laughs> Hit that shit, DJ. <laughs> yeah. Hit it. So what is he saying that set? <laughs> Kick it. Kick it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So bro, that shit was so funny. It was some when they told me that people were just walking away with their families, bro. <laughs> they got their kids fucking covering their ears and walking them away, bro. I mean, yo, Canada soft, dog. I mean, I don't walk away with my kids too, but also they soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they would have did the same shit, but yeah, fuck them. Oh, but fuck them. Oh, dude, it was <laughs> funny so though. Son, I'm so pissed off about this, this one thing. So they announced the uh, the Ruiz versus Joshua Anthony fight. Joshua rematch. Yeah, and it's in. Fucking Saudi Arabia. This is Anthony Joshua, I bet, doing this. It's a business move. Make yourself more international. No, it's not. Nobody cares about the Saudi Arabian market. This is Saudi Arabia throwing crazy money 
at Eddie Hearn, whoever's promoting the event. Okay. Because they've realized after having the WWE mm-hmm. that these events in Saudi Arabia normalize the Saudi Arabians. Ah, okay. This all is right. all the marketing I take back tool. What I said that's great. All it's a marketing, good idea, right? Yeah. But the shitty thing is, it's a really cool fight, an anticipated fight. Who the fuck wants to vacation for a weekend in Saudi Arabia? Like maybe Muslims wanna, don't even want to do that. Maybe shit. you just want to get away from your girl. You know what I mean? Go to Fam. a place where she's not welcome. Son. Have you ever seen an Instagram thought? <laughs> no, no. They don't go to Saudi Arabia. Go. They go to Dubai. You're oh, thinking. that's the same shit. Nah. <laughs> nah so here's the difference, right? This is, think about how awful this fight's going to be. Let's say you do want to go. Guess what's not going to be allowed to be served at the fight? Oh, alcohol. Uh, Guess where you're not going to find anywhere? Oh, alcohol. You're not going to party. Ain't no partying. Ain't nothing in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia's whack. But they put their oil, fat, their oil, whatever it is, business on the public market. So now they have to appease the public. They have to seem like good guys. That's why they started letting these bitches drive. That's why they're trying to act like they are, they're cool with women. That's why they got movie theaters all of a sudden. They just got movie theaters. They just got movie theaters. Mm. So now they're doing these public events. It's all a hustle to make it look like, hey, look how fucking cool and fun Saudi Arabia is, right? We're just like, you invest in our oil business. But now we lose as fucking viewers. Like, that's a fight I would want to go to. If that was in Vegas, I'm there. I'm there if that's in Vegas. Didn't you say you thought it was going to be Tijuana? Or I was talking to this Estadio Azteca. No, but you thought it was going to be a, a not close fight. You thought Ruiz was going to handle. I Josh think he's right. going to handle. Now here's the other thing: anything goes in Saudi Arabia. Whoever's promoting that fight, which is probably Joshua's people, are paying off those judges. And if it goes to the cards, oh fuck! Ain't no rules out there. Yeah, they don't let these bitches drive. <laughs> <laughs> you think the judges are going to be honorable? Oh, so fuck it, it no! Really, it depends on the fight. Who dictates the rules? I thought that Nevada... Uh, Nevada they Nevada say that, but if I'm the people... The promoter gets chooses the judges. You got a baby bladder? Yeah. Go, go, go. Right. I could tell. This motherfucker's <laughs> <I'll never laughs> waddling in his seat, son. A whole fucking... What's his name interview? Waddling. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. It's like, on some level, you got to be pissed as a fan because you can't even take part in this fucking fight. Uh. How much different is Saudi Arabia from Dubai, though? Like, I Hella. really think all that okay. places the same. Dubai is fake. Dubai is a fake Muslim country in a lot of ways. Oh, word. So what they've done is created rules about the city because they want tourism. And they recognize, ain't nobody want to go on vacation where they can't drink. So what they go is, you can drink if you're in a hotel because that's international property. Okay. So all the partying, all the shit pops off in the uh, telly. Right, and oh. they have these nice extravagant hotels on some, you know, Vegas type shit. I haven't been there, but I'm assuming that they yeah, have yeah. you know bars, restaurants, whatever. So you enjoy the fuck out of your time. You could be Western. You out there trying to get bitches. But they still make the women cover up. They're women. If you're not sa- if you're not Emirati, that's in the Emirates. If you're not Emirati, you don't got to. Son, an Instagram thought bitch can't wait to put on the fucking. The headscarf when they go over there. Yeah, to, to, to show you they there. Yeah. But I thought that because they're forced to. I thought no, like, nah, they I just want to show you that they're there. You don't got to cover up if you don't want. You can if you want to like respect their shit, yeah, yeah, but it's not necessary. Now, when you're in Saudi Arabia, wrap it up, bitch. Mm. Wrap it up. 
are they sending are they like paying for Instagram thoughts in Saudi Arabia or they don't do that shit? No, right? they leave Saudi Arabia to fuck the girls in Beverly Hills and do that kind of shit. It's those Saudi princes that are the ones they they get shit on a glass table. They got all these thoughts meeting them in Dubai, this other kind of stuff. But you're oh, not doing those it are there. The ones like in London with like the golden Bentley. Yes, and shit like that. Ah, they leave. So they leave out of Saudi boom. Ah, I got you. They got leave you. Saudi. Yeah. They go to London, floss all the motherfuckers in London, yeah. just shit all over them. <laughs> they be shitting, shitting on them. <laughs> and then in England, they let them do it. I would cut that shit out. I'm like, yo, you could come. Don't come in a fucking gold Bugatti and just drive around <laughs> shit is like awesome. we ain't shit. They sold them all their like most valuable property and stuff like that, so too. That, that shit taps into my inner niggadom. That's <laughs> 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 a part of me that's like, yo, that shit is fly as fuck, <laughs> Hey, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> we ain't gonna let that shit happen in New York. Baby. <laughs> Don't come to New York with your fucking purple Bentley or your fucking gold Ferrari and act like you're gonna drive around the street and just stunt. <laughs> Is there anything robbed? Something happening. Something happening. We're gonna put you some probably, plantains we, in your really fucking gas pipe. Say what? You don't really see that here. You're right about that. <laughs> they, they do come here, though. Yeah. Because I remember when I was out in the club scene, you'd have... No, they come to the clubs. They'll floss yeah. in the clubs. Yeah, we're cool with that. But you're not going to stunt... On the street. On the street? Yeah. Like, let, hey, chill out, fam. It's like there's chill mad out, regular folks out there. Uh, chill out, the fam. The club is the club. People pay to get in. Yeah. So shit might the, pop off. I saw like the f- Penn Station. You ain't pulling up no on, fucking around those shit. goddamn goblins. Nah, so <laughs> Penn Station. Up by the fucking escalator. We getting you. We getting you. <laughs> zombies son, walking around. There. I saw the funniest shit, son. You know how there's this like big thing going on in Hong Kong. There's like some controversy or some shit. Like they they don't like what China's doing to them. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say this, son. Is this is another article from Homo Weekly. <laughs> nah. That shit was like, so funny. Are they saving, <laughs> no, no. saving fucking so monkeys Hong and Kong, stuff? Hong Kong don't like what they're doing, like what China's doing. So they've been doing all these protests for like a minute, right? Okay. And there was a protest. Somebody posted a video on Twitter today. And it was a few Chinese people. They cover their face so they don't do the Chinese government can't do the facial recognition surgery. But a few people from Hong Kong, right? They got the American flags wrapped around them. And they got microphones, and they're singing our national anthem, right? Okay. Trying to, like, show, like, yo, we want democracy like America, right? And I press play, and I'm hearing the video. What's <laughs> 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 proudly we here? Proudly. <laughs> proudly we here. At the twilight's last green ring. Son, I am crying, (laughs) laughing at them fighting for their life, son. (laughs) Motherfuckers sound like (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I was crying. Uh, This is it, son. Is there a way to play it? No, no, don't don't do it from here. Do it from Twitter, B. Will we get marked if we do it from Twitter? You might. You never know. Let's not even take the jail. It's worth it, bro. Okay. Go to Twitter. Go can to Twitter. Play, can you play the audio? Find the shit on yeah, Twitter, play the son. Audio, but not the video on the screen. What if we talk over it? And then we talk over it a little bit. Yeah. But find the fucking audio, Akash. <laughs> you want me to look it up? Oh my god. 
do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he, he hit the hey, hey. He's been practicing. He's been watching Whitney. <laughs> Let's hear it. Son, I'll anthem slaps. All right, first of all, our anthem is obviously the best. Second of all, handle your own business. <laughs> See, I mean, I'm tired when 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 we got wars and shit. Motherfuckers be like, "Oh no, we're busy making toys, you know, whatever the fuck they do, sewing North faces together and shit." And then when you need a little fucking help, you start singing a national anthem, throwing a flag around your shoulders, freshly stitched flag. That means they probably stitched them up. Hell bucket. yeah, you got that shit from your niece. Yo, how hard do you think they had to work on the L's and R's? My man kind of killed that. So I think he dinner. might be a a a, a ringer, <laughs> right? He said gallantly, well, son. He said ramparts. I could barely say that. <laughs> when the ramparts, son, we I don't know are. what a rampart is, bro. He must have been. And here do I really? What is a rampart? <laughs> I don't know what a lot of them words mean, to be honest. But what's the Donderly? I don't know what Donderly is. That's I know that it? shit is the light. I thought Donderly plays for the Giants. <laughs> Ain't Donderly? Nah, yeah. Ain't Jatavius Donderly? <laughs> Don't he play for the Giants? <laughs> what are you looking up, Eddie? Stop looking shit up. <laughs> Nobody more distracted than you looking shit up. Looking for Groupons for Burger King. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> out. Full price for it my It took pat- you that long <laughs> to pull up the fucking national anthem lyrics? Hold on. Why Leanne rhymes, though? Nah, nah, we're not listening to Leanne Rhymes' version of that. The Kill by that. the dawn's early light. You oh, thought it was shit. the Donderly? Donderly son, get out of here, bro. Bombs burst in there, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star spangle, banner yet wave, or the land of the free and the home of the brave. Son, that shit goes, bro. Yeah, come on, we got our shit slaps. Yo, man. yo, 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 Al, you the best singer. Oh. Let that rip, son. Let that rip, Al. Let's see. Him. Let that oh, rip, man. Al. Stand up. Put your hand over your chest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed? At the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight <laughs> on the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming. Here we go. And the rockets reckless, the bombs bursting. In Let's go. gave proof what? through the night what? that our flag was still there. Shit. Oh, say does that star spangle banner yet Take wave or the land Take of the fire. free? Just Son, that's <laughs> it. That's 
with us. Holler at us on Flagrant 2 Patreon. <laughs> this week, we're going to watch uh, Eddie Murphy's latest. <laughs> 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 Yo, Patreon, our bad for that, man. <laughs> we were drunk. We tried our best, bro. We were trying to give y'all all the content. We did try our best. We know that y'all hated it. That's our bad. We're going to make it up to you, though, this this Friday. We're going to stand and deliver, we promise. But our bad, man. We really tried our best. <laughs> we tried our best, bro. We was a little drunk. We were a little drunk. Everybody... I think it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that joke was trash, <laughs> Yo, we tried our best, bro. <laughs> People don't realize the amount of content we had to put out that week yeah. so that I could go away on vacation, man. <laughs> it was stressful, man, but we tried our fucking best, man. We love y'all, Patreon. <laughs> Everybody get on board. Leo Akash, anything else before we get out of here or what? You tell me. Um, the WNBA fight, Kevin Durant let the Warriors off the hook. Dak apparently wants $40 million a year, Draymond extension. Uh, and then nobody wants to play for Team USA. These are the things that I had. Man, I think we might have to... Um, Patreon. I think we might have to continue on the Patreon and just lock this down. Yo, if y'all got the New York Times, go check it out. They mentioned your boy in an article, by the way. Oh, yeah, you were gang, supposed to get to that. Gang, gang. Yo, man, it was pretty cool, man. I'll just throw it out there real quick, but it, it was pretty cool, man. It was an article they were talking about, uh, you know, is Netflix the future of a stand-up? And... Uh, you know the the headline of the article. I'll, I'll I'll read the headline of the article real quick. And oh shit, it goes: Can Netflix the uh, Can Netflix comma the king of stand up specials be dethroned? And then go back up, go back up, go back up. And then it says the byline is: Amazon is trying, starting with a new Jim Gaffigan set. So is HBO, though it's more niche with acts like Julio Torres. And don't count out YouTube. If you go to the end of the article, gotta show that full article. Um, keep going, keep going, keep going. They got the link from view to views from assists. Go oh, up, go up a little bit. Go they talk up. about your Rogan, son. It says the savvy comic Andrew Schultz has built up a fan base outside the traditional media by putting himself against in uh, putting himself in opposition to a politically correct entertainment. Shout out to the flagrancy. Shout out to flagrant too. Uh, but also dispensing with old hour-long show and releasing his content in multitude of bite-sized forms, appearing on the Joe Rogan podcast. He predicted Netflix's downfall, pointing out that the streamer doesn't own many of its most popular shows like The Office or Friends. Uh, Rogan seems skeptical, but shows the suggestion that the future might not be bright for the zeitgeist defining company has moved from the margins and Ooh. become common speculation among industry types. Last month, when Netflix tweeted it was sorry that Friends would leave its service in 2020, the comic retweeted with a pointed message, TikTok. Mm. Now, mm. Mic drop. what I loved about this was two things. One, obviously, it's cool to show your parents that you're in the New York Times, especially as a New Yorker, right? That's yeah. the epitome of making anybody. it in a way. First thing I did. Show your parents, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, because this is what we did, right? Yeah. This is the this other thing I thought was so fucking cool. Everybody listening to this has been supportive of, of what we've been doing. You should feel good about this. The way in which we're mentioned in the article, right? The article talks about what Amazon is doing with Jim Gaffigan what HBO is doing with Julio Torres and what Andrew Schultz is doing with bite-sized content. Mm -hmm. So we're not spoken about as just comics. We're spoken about as the HBO and the Amazon. Mm -hmm. That's the subtle shit that to me I was so proud of. It's like, 
look, what is HBO doing? They're doing this type of special. What is Amazon doing? They're trying it with Jim Gaffigan. What is Andrew Schultz doing? He's using social media, YouTube, this, that, the other to get the content out. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was so fucking cool. And I think it's really subtle and I doubt most people got it, but I think it's something Alex and you and I should be so proud of. So, Everybody's fucking son, hype. Son. It's just like, <laughs> and they, they didn't contact me to write the article. They, wow. ju it, they just put it out there. I found out about it. My agent hit me. Wow. So it was one of those things. And I think people try to like pit me against Netflix because I predicted this, this like down thing with them. And like, here's the thing. I don't have any stake in any of it. Like, I put my content on Instagram. I put my content on Twitter. I put my content on YouTube. I'll put my content on Netflix. I, I, it, there's no enemies in business. You put it out because they weren't fucking with you, but that ended up being good for you, so why would you begrudge them? Yeah, like, to be petty, like, that's what, who does that? Like, that's what children do. You know what I mean? There's nothing about that, you know? So, for me, it's just, where are the eyeballs? Who's watching? And I want to put my content out because I believe if they see the content, they're going to come fuck with us. But it is so fucking cool that you aren't opposed to the you're opposed to PC culture and exactly. ruining comedy, and that's what that's, you're in opposition with. I'm, I, that's a great way of saying it. Exactly, that's what we've been doing the whole time. I, we love real comedy, and we're going to put out real comedy. And yeah. I think that we've affected the game enough where comics are feeling more safe putting out real comedy. Yeah, I, I truly believe mm -hmm. that that was our effect on the ecosystem. And so, so, so now we're in this fucking position, which I think is so sick. Where, like, we get mentioned in an article like that. Like, we get mentioned in what are the new things happening in comedy? What is HBO doing? What is Amazon doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, how fucking sick is that? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So. Like, it's just so fucking cool, man. Like, yeah, it's also cool, even if you don't. two of us. <laughs> three of us. Right? Like, I mean, shout to Mark. Mark is involved now. You know, so it's, it's like, we're being put up against these companies. So. And it's like, and I was telling you guys this earlier, but like, I even, you know, I spoke to YouTube and I was even like, yo, Netflix, Amazon, HBO spent millions of dollars. Akash corrected me. He goes, Netflix spent hundreds of millions of dollars to be mentioned in that conversation. To be mentioned and known as legitimate places for stand-up specials. And I had, and I spoke to my people at YouTube and I was like, yeah, I just want to let y'all know, you spent whatever it costs to host my videos, to be mentioned alongside these companies. That's the greatest bargain in history. Mm. Mm. That's the greatest... That, mm. I legitimize your platform for stand-up. We're doing great fucking work. If there isn't... I don't know another David versus Goliath story out there, but we're talking about a few of us going up against the biggest... We're talking billion-dollar companies... We're just going up against billion-dollar companies, and then we're starting to be mentioned in the same breath. And not only that, these companies, when Netflix has a special come out, where do they put their videos out to promote the special? YouTube. On YouTube. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just crazy. Anyway, so I think it's something that everyone listening, you know, you you guys should be proud of. Because remember, our win is is your win because without you guys sharing these videos and watching these videos, they don't even fucking exist out there. So this is this is just this is just crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, look, it's there's a video. <laughs> like Alex is hype right now, but like your thumbnail, yeah, right? Like is on the New York Times. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like this is crazy. Like, yeah. anyway. 
we're very proud. Y'all should be fucking proud because we're doing things that I don't think anybody in this business could conceive happening. Like, it's just fucking nuts. And I can't wait to the next step. We're very close to announcing the next step where I'm very excited to share with you guys. But we're about to change the game once again. So I think in the next few weeks, we'll be able to give you guys details, maybe show you guys some pictures of what's about to happen. And um, I'm very excited about it. Very excited about it. Akash, anything else? Um, we'll stories? do. Well, no, no, no. Just anything we don't want to talk about. Um, no, there goes Bash FaceTime audio on me. This motherfucker don't leave me alone, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Bash been very helpful. I'm fucking with you. Actually, shouts to Bash. Shouts to the patrons. All that. Um, stories wise, we're good. Tours kicking off soon. I got a show this Thursday. We'll do. We'll do uh, dates, dates with uh, ads. Oh, yeah, dates yeah. with ads. Perfect. Anything else? Yeah, I think that's good, man. Guys, that's been another episode of Flagrant Two. No, uh, this is No Easy Buckets. I'm Andrew Schultz. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I do this with one of the greatest comedians working today, Akash Singh. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant comedic mind that now you guys are able to, you know, uh, to indulge in. You know what I mean? First clip out there does 200,000 fucking views right bang, off the jump. Bang. You know what I mean? That's that's big off the jump. I mean, that's serious work right there. So. Make sure you look out for him. Don't be the motherfucker that's late. Get in there early. Get on those tickets. Those tickets are available. That tour is up right now. You know, don't say we didn't tell you so from the beginning. All right? Um, Kaz, we love you. We miss you, man. Kaz, Kaz we, love, we you, love you. We miss you. We got your back. You know, the asshole army got your back. Whatever you need, you know, we're here for you, man. So make sure you go show Kaz some love. Make sure you go show him some love right now, man. All right, man. We'll see y'all Friday for for Patreon, and then we'll see y'all next week for after that. Peace.